I've been working excessively. Yeah, I made myself look real pretty, so y'all can't tell, but I feel like today. Yeah, you look great. No, I know, I know. I, I made it. You didn't see me earlier. I made makeup. <laughs> <laughs> also, nice to meet y'all. I know Elaine from up north. I'm, I'm from the deep south, and we introduce people when we meet. That's like, it's lovely to meet you, Mr. Dole. Oh, yes. Great to meet you. <laughs> your name again, brother? Bottom left. What's your name? Oh, you muted the hell, baby. I was the way, but I appreciate the enthusiasm. Okay, sorry, I'm 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 Lance. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know yeah, I was muted. Lovely to very, meet you, Lance. very nice to meet you as well. So, um, I mean, I could go live. Uh, Mike's hey, not in here yet. Hey, Lance, are you live? I'm live. Uh, sorry, okay. I, I should say that at the gates. Yeah, I'm. I, I am live. Uh, so, uh, hi, everyone. Yeah, I, I, I come in hot out of I almost, like, so when I was, uh, while you were talking behind the scenes, you said something like, oh, I'm not going to let Lance in the room because he's, like, he's probably live right now. I accidentally, like, had the thing open, and so they heard that, just that clip. So that's all, that's <laughs> so whatever you said before or after that, I caught it just as I was like, oh, my God. That's all yeah, it's because it's, yeah. it's she was smoking weed, so I wasn't, I didn't want to go live oh, yet with her smoking oh, weed. Oh, you can, it's, for, it's, for, but, but I realized for you, you don't care, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm worried about. I don't know if YouTube's or I mean, Facebook's probably more weird about that than YouTube is. Mm. But um, let's I'm, go live now, though. I'm surrounded by weed right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You are. Where's my? I'll be back tonight, right? I think so. So Nina Turner is going to join at one point, but only like it, a random thirty-minute uh, amount. Oh, my dog just joined too. Everyone. And, and you've Chico. got that right. Uh, yeah, the, uh, she's just going to join via David Dole's link. Oh, so, puppy. Yeah, he's got a cute little... Hello, folks. We, so are, cool. we are live on the Rational National YouTube and Facebook and Twitter right now. Um, joined here by uh, Lance of the Serfs and Olay of uh, Being Awesome. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gabrielle, is that is that the right pronunciation? Absolutely. Hit it All right. Gabrielle Perry. That's it. Full name. My government. There we go. Awesome. And uh, oh, Mike is. I'll add Mike in. Here we go. Hey. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Sorry I'm late. And I also, I think Bender's coming as well. And uh, Illuminati, I believe, as well. And Nina Turner at oh, some point for about a special guest. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There's... I want um, Mike oh, to there. explain just the secrets of life to me. I told Olay that. I want, I'm want. i so happy you're here, sir. I've watched a few episodes of this program, and let me tell you, all that tech stuff, um, how crypto's going to activate Skynet and all that, and all that, <laughs> that only you do I have that to me. I want you to know I'm a big fan. Wow. <laughs> Thank man. you so much. I really appreciate That's awesome that. Praise. It means a lot. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Was it the Harry Potter debate that you were like, oh, this guy's awesome? I had to dig into J.K. Rowling's ass on Twitter today. I had to get five in the morning. That's when I get up. I had to dig in her ass this morning because, girl, it's, it's out of hand at this point. It's out of I hand. Like she, yeah, she's like ramping it up. She's ramping it up. Oh, yeah. Or her army on Twitter. That's a whole section of Twitter I don't even really deal with. I'm part of Black Twitter, as Olay can probably tell you. We live very insulated. Like we have, we have Black problems on Black Twitter. We don't really dip into other things. So for it, you know, it's ramping up when I'm even aware of what J.K. Rowling is talking about, what's going on in her day to day, and I'm just like, baby girl. Are you not like damn sister? Nobody love you. Like what is going on? Like it, it's too much. It's too much for me. 
She Imagine would. having her kind of money and just being on Twitter all day arguing It'll be like, against dude. trans people. Like, it's just so, it's such a sad existence. <laughs> like, what, what is she even doing? That's, up your that's exactly it, though. She lives in a land of fucking make believe. You know what I mean? So, like, make believe yeah. problems. That's exactly what it is. She just, just sit down and mythicize shit all day. And that's what she's done with the trans people. She's just so focused. I'm like, miss. Like, of all the things you could do, you just arbitrarily decide to be a bigot. Like, bitch, you made Harry Potter be, you you were, you were grandfathered and we loved you. Everything was cool. Like, there was no problem. You were good. And you, you just decided to say, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Again, bringing back to last week, there, there were some problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I, 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 I called him back to episode. I meant to tell you all. So I called my ex-boyfriend who also loves Harry Potter, right? And when I said to him, which you said when I said he literally did the same freeze like I was like right and then and then I actually started saying and I was like you know you were like oh yeah, yeah problems whatever and then I threw out like the Kingsley Jacobo thing and he was like wait huh and I was like you know like I was like you know there were you know like the I was like you know the anti-Semitic so he was like and then suddenly realizing we were like oh fuck no we can't like it <laughs> oh no oh you didn't know I thought we were I thought we were fully informed oh we were just back out and i was like god damn it they won't let us up anything i'm gonna tell y'all i'm part my mother was part of the cult of moms back in the day that thought that reading harry potter was gonna damn my adolescent soul oh, to the, the satanic movie. panic stuff absolutely just my my soul was in jeopardy if i was gonna finish them ar point books okay i was trying to put the class ar point pizza party on my back and as soon as I got to Chamber of Secrets, she shut all that down at the parent-teacher conference. But I will say this. My good sis, JK, actually not my good sis, girl, fuck you, but <laughs> I could not imagine selling, her books have sold, to my understanding, have sold more copies than the Bible. You are a household name. There is a theme oh, park. Yeah birth from just your imagination baby girl you survived homelessness you are sick i think they gave they what is, what is the female equivalent of knighted whatever that is they doing across the pond Dang. all that good stuff Dang. great yeah. god bless it all that and, and now she's trying to wade into the criminal justice waters because that's why i had to dig in her ass now she's trying mm-hmm. to say oh hey girls we don't want trans women in women's. We don't want men of any kind in women's prisons. This poses a danger. Oh, um, now she got uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. work sided and basically oh, a fucking crack pipe. And that's when I had to get Olay. You know, you know what I, I do. I'm upset that I know. I didn't even know, and now I know, and now I'm upset, and I gotta go, and now I feel compelled to address Wait, it. I'm can, I, can, I, can I can I tell you one thing that I a lot of people don't know? This one's actually pretty wild. So for the person who's constantly saying that you know uh, women can't be men, etc., uh, she also has a career as a man known as Robert Galbraith, and uh, she picked that pen name specifically. That's the name of a conversion therapist who tortured queer people. And she 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 picked that that. as her pen name. No joke. She's like an evil. Yeah, she's a really evil bitch. No, she is. Like she is. It's 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 unreal. It's it's unreal. Because you know, I think what makes it like sickening. Everything based on everything that she says, based on everything that she moves, it's clear that to her, trans people are very other and very far removed, right? Like clearly in her life, the way that she deals and she talks about trans people, clearly this is not this is not something that exists in her life. So you've just chosen arbitrarily 
The level of hate here makes me think that there's something that is personal. Very you think a trans woman stepped on her shoe at the club one time? No, no, I, I don't. I don't know if it, I mean look at Elon Musk and how you know it came out that he has a trans daughter, and that's why he's mm. been going at trans people suddenly. I I think there's something going on. Yeah, that's what you think. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say her children. I don't even know if she has children, but there's. There's someone close to her who came out as trans and she could not handle it. There's that's no what I think it is. You know what? That's that's all that's all I take. I could see. I could see it going. I could see it being that way. I'm prepared there's, to do that. There's a lot different. of British transphobes now, like old stars who yeah. used to be amazing that you're like, oh, I love this person. I, John Cleese, I, I'm a big fan of your work. I love Monty Python. It was inspirational to me. Now it's like, oh, they're all massive transphobes. You know, but like it's I, I don't you know, know what's what? happening with British celebrities. They're not okay. You know why I think people are being so transphobic? Because I think it's like the newest form of, of bigotry that they can like isn't quite anchored yet. You know what I mean? Everything else or what's like homophobic, you know what I mean? Is immediate it's stamped, what's racist, what's sexist, you know what I mean? It's the newest thing where they could still act like it's some kind of discourse and something to wait and do. And it lets them be able to get out all of the vehement, you know, hate that they can't do for the other groups that have already been able to, there's far more mobilization. The rest of us are far more present in, you know what I mean, in law making these kinds of spaces and spaces of power. That's what I think it is. I think that I think it's like um, the equivalent of when the judge can't can't um, set bail on a bunch of things because of bail reform, and then the minute they get somebody for the night, they set bail real high because mm -hmm. they're like, and that happens, and that's how I feel it is. I feel like it's like ah. Here somewhere where there I could still kick. But it's also a backdoor way to get to all of us, though. Yes, no, it is. No, it absolutely is. It, it absolutely is. is. You're because absolutely correct. When you come at trans people, especially with all these laws and whatnot about uh, essentially forcing them to medical medically detransition, that's a disability rights issue because yeah. that's going to stop things for everybody. When you're talking about making sure people are dressing as their assigned gender, that's a feminist issue because that's going to circle back to women. That's going to circle back to, to all these laws, especially in Florida, that bitch DeSantis um, wanting coaches to be able to um, check the genitals of children and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they're very proud of these are all ways to get at all of us. So right. that trans people affects all of us. It's an issue that everybody need to get behind because baby girl, once they're done with them, once they're satisfied with them, they're going to move to the rest of us. It's just a backdoor way to get to all of us. You yeah. got to remember yeah. around the Santis that thing doing it. Like they're seeing how successful their anti-trans rhetoric has been. And mm -hmm. you can see, you know, I mean, it's just visible in, in the culture, uh, you know, in cultural issues and, and how, um, you know, they're coming after uh, gay people, uh, mm -hmm. the broader LGBT community. Everyone, everyone who flies that uh, rainbow pride flag is a is a groomer now, apparently. Uh, that's something that is only possible if this anti trans backlash was so successful to begin with. And also, yeah, if you're talking if about you Ron DeSantis, Trump's, sorry, I if just, you saw I just Trump's say, speech, okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay, no, I, go before, ahead, I, go ahead. before I forget this, because the point that Gabrielle was just making with Ron DeSantis's uh, new bill that he just passed about teaching African American studies or stuff like that in schools, that was an intersection that they used black queerness specifically mm -hmm. in that instance there to be able to be like, well, they're trying to tweet, uh, teach queerness in schools, I think, and it's like there are queer black people yes that, that that should be part of the experience of people are going to teach history or stuff like that you shouldn't just erase that element of it but that's exactly like gabrielle was saying like that's where it's intersecting yeah i was gonna say if you saw like uh trump's speech 
it was actually chilling. Like he said transphobic things before, and we've seen like transphobic oh, yeah. speeches from Republicans, but his speech was genocidal. Like he not only stated that this whole trans madness thing is a new phenomenon that just popped up into existence two years ago, but he says he's going to do a bunch of day one bans. And when he's president again, he's going to end the trans madness. So like the rhetoric here is explicitly genocidal. Like they were already kind of like moving towards that, but now like we've crossed that threshold. Like I feel like we've crossed the Rubicon to where now they're just like explicitly pro-genocide. Matt Walsh today, there was a video shared by Jason Campbell. He was talking about how the uh, doctors who provide gender affirming care for trans youth should be executed in his opinion. But since we can't really do that, lifetime in prison should suffice it's just it's so alarming and and horrifying and i feel like people this has to be the wake-up moment right where people who are cisgender realize so far like we're kind of (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) no it's not this is a country where they kill people bro like every day yeah this is a police state like no it's not the wake-up moment like obviously at the end of the day if, if a if a group of people are loudly telling you hey the what you're what you're advocating for the rhetoric that you spew it is killing me. Look at their look at the death rates. Look at this. They that is what is explicitly being said. We see it. We literally see hate crimes happen. We see we we've seen numerous ones. We see what libs of TikTok are doing. They know that's like that's very clearly the call. They want them. That's what that's exactly what they want. They don't want them there. Like and no. you know we would be we would be foolish to fool ourselves and thinking like death is some line. Some yeah value your humanity they don't care they don't care you know what i mean they don't care about you in life they damn sure don't care about you in death you see what the the, uh, the goal is deaths but i feel like the like the good-hearted liberals like they have to like i was mostly referring to them like this has got to be the point where it's like you know these fence-sitting centrists where it's like oh well this side says this and this side says that like the sides like they were never comparable but we're to the point now where it's like one side wants genocide the other side at worst is just ambivalent um it, it's just uh, i'm frustrated good hearted liberals when you say that right i'm like who they especially as black people and before dr king passed he kind of said this too really about the white moderate but this can be said about good hearted white liberals too is that more than more than anything they have a desire for normalcy we mm-hmm. don't, you know, we don't want, you that know, cool. we, we stand with y'all, but can y'all not do this in front of the grocery store? I gotta go get, mm-hmm. like, can y'all not do this at the school? I gotta get my kids. Like, can y'all do this on like the second of 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 November or something? Like, y'all ain't gotta do this today, do you? Like, so it's more about convenience, and that's mm-hmm. what really separates like the GOP, yeah. who they hard down on what they believe. We willing to do this, this, this for it. This is what we envision. They're working towards. Yes, bringing us backwards, but they working towards a goal, something they have collectively decided this is what we Christian envision. nationalism. Exactly. Y'all mm. black ass back on that plantation if we can do it. Um, trans people absolutely out of existence. Whereas the white liberal more so is just like, hey girl, if I could just hang out with my friends every other weekend at HBC. That's exactly really, like we cool, right? French is Somebody back. in the comments, right I think, like put it really well. They said, you know, I actually see centrists 
Oh my God, it scrolled up. I actually see Centra saying genocide is too strong a word for what's the right, what the right's doing. And I think that is generally mm -hmm. always the problem. And I'm always saying this, like people, you know, they don't appreciate when you come out and you're like, it's bigotry. That is a straw man. That is a this. All of this is bullshit. This is all pretext. Uh, pretense. That's all it is. You know, feigned ignorance is a veil. It is a, you know, they're getting you caught up in a, in a facade. But that's really what the tea is. And I think the reason they do that is so much like, you know, don't, don't hurt the feelings of it's the same way they was so they were so sick when when uh, Hillary Clinton said anybody who would vote for Trump is a deplorable nigga. That's the least she could have said. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's the least she could have said. Add a fucking idiot, a bigot, a dumb bitch. She could have said a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> a person is going to hell. <laughs> like, you know that's what why I mean? said they a cult right there. That's why I said I'll say that trigger warning. I hate all the people for your copy. Everybody in your comments. I'm sorry. That shit is a cult. And here is why because. That should not have it, that comment, that diploma comment. Y'all like girls, y'all were carrying that. And by girls, I mean the media. They really carry that. But that should not have ignited them the way that it did. But, but I it, think that tells you that they are united. I think that's the real tea is that they're one. Like, you know what I mean? That they, the reason they don't want you to talk about them like that is because that's their friend. That's they that's their mummy. That's their uncle. That's their people. That is their community. That is ultimately that's what it is. They're like, don't be talking about them like that. Don't make their intention. They don't want you to paint them as bad because ultimately, like same same club and that's the that's the thing when we say like oh are they gonna when 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 they really see it you know all the evil are they gonna be moved to no that's the reason why instead of fucking calling a goddamn insurrection treason they call it fucking january 6th it's the reason why you know they call them that the insurrectionists the this the, 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 they find all these different ways to recouch everything it's the reason why you know you gotta go put an op-ed if you go talk about you know police murdering somebody a video you see and they'll say oh you can't call it murder there wasn't charges they'll, you have to call it a killing you know it's the that's officer why. involved shooting Bing, 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 bing. That's that's the real reason because it's like, yeah, we're ultimately they're on the same team. It's about how you present it, it's about how you're doing it. But they don't ultimately they're not with the shit. They don't they don't give a fuck. Like but that's honest. cannot be reasoned with. And I'll stand on that. I know people say, okay, well, we gotta bring these people back into the fold for there to be any progress. That's why these people cannot be reasoned with because they will always have this the, the cult to fall back on anything that threatens their cognitive dissonance anything that threatens what they believe if they even there's no statistic none of that it doesn't matter because they can always retreat back into them fucking 4chan chat rooms oh, and reddit yeah. and all it's... that shit to confirm what they already believe especially when they're coming out into the real world and they're being called deplorables they're being confronted with the consequences of their actions it they'll never get it because they, they always have this place to run back to to say no nah, that's just the left and that's just the liberals woke liberals and all this shit and they coming for your rights and they they hide in your closet girl and all that shit when it when it comes to the trans stuff it is so deeply unscientific the like the position they're coming from like every major medical association in the united states agrees on the point that hey by the way gender affirming care can be an effective way of alleviating the symptoms that people experience with gender dysphoria it's like there's not a debate going on in the scientific community right now about that but there is on the right and that whole section of it where they're trying to justify it but like you just said they can be corrected in real time like i've seen matt walsh on the joe rogan program be proven demonstrably wrong by such a huge margin he's like you know you're saying that there's millions and millions of children who are on puberty blockers it turns out like there's less than a thousand like in real time and then instead of correcting because he's had new information he's just like oh media matters is gonna have a field day with this one you're gonna see this all over the yeah the libs are really gonna have a day with it right so you're not you're not taking in facts it's feelings no. you just care you care about how mm -hmm. you feel about this and your bigotry that's what it is right 
Yeah. Yeah, it's sickening. To go back to the question of like, why are so many tra people transphobic? I agree with what Ole said. Also, and like not to essentialize or psychoanalyze these folks. I think a lot of it is that when you have this new um, gender minority with heightened visibility, there's a lot of people who have issues themselves that are a little bit loud like too conspicuously loud like it's kind of like the gay homophobe phenomenon right so like there's a lot of people that hyper fixate on these issues that don't affect them so like if you're asking like why would jk rowling tweet from her castle non-stop about trans people <laughs> like part of me thinks it's because she's experiencing gender dysphoria like i went through this as a teenager where like when gay people started to get heightened visibility mm. i would look at them like with jealousy and then be like oh well you know we all we all want to be gay okay we just you know suppress that shit um, do it like I'm doing. So there's like this backlash, I think, from a lot of people who they're just they're they're a little bit too loud, if you know what I mean. Like, and that's not the case. Like, there's people who are just genuinely shitty and hateful. But like yeah, but for Jason Rowling, she's so over the top that like it leads me to believe that there is an issue with gender dysphoria there. You but know, she goes by Robert Galbraith or whatever. So I mean, that's just one thing I had to point out. It's not the case for everyone, but. It's got to be a huge factor. Like they make themselves look suspicious. Maybe yeah. she's feeling like, right. what did Trump say? The trans madness. <laughs> trans madness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Caught the trans madness. The woke mind virus. Somewhere. I thought he was laying on charges and shit. He not laying on. When you said he said that, all I could think of was, do you remember uh, when Macho Man Randy Savage in professional wrestling? would call it macho madness. Yeah. And like macho madness. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, man, I, tell you, I thought she was about to tell me, I was a big wrestling fan as a kid. I thought she was about to tell me macho man Randy Savage was out there on that mag shit. And I was about to log off my brother. I was <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, he passed away before MAGA could be a thing. He died before oh, MAGA could be a thing. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? He's innocent. Didn't have a chance. <laughs> I was big on Hillary Clinton. Trust me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, Mike. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like I can't. I can't stand on that 100 percent with you. What you said. I'm not gonna lie to you because I think that sometimes people really are just that hateful. And it, but it yeah. does. There is reasoning for it. When you are told a set of rules all your life that this is the way that the world is supposed to work and this this is the way that the world is supposed to be presented to you when you go out in it if anything differentiates from that that is absolutely abhorrent that is absolutely abnormal that is othered that is not something you need to deal with it's not something you need to recognize when you are told these things all your life what is she like a hundred now like <laughs> you are told these things all your life it can be really difficult especially as an adult to be like, you know what? We off that. We off that. The world that I was told mm -hmm. was told to somebody else, which was told to somebody else, and this is what I was told this was going to be. It can be really hard to 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 interrogate those things. This is not an excuse. No, you're right. The general spirit of a hater, if we're like, honestly, like that's why. No, it's that's the thing. Like that's why Mike is right. I mean, most reasons why people don't like people in general has to do with something like they envy about it. Like I can't tell you how much like women. Women will be commenting about how I oh you're a lawyer you're not supposed to be you know sexy and this is and I'm like you a hating bitch you mad because you made a conscious decision to be frumpy and you hate that for yourself and I hate that for you bitch but that's related to me and you know when they be raising they hating ass little kids y'all let me tell y'all a story I'm so 
I just remembered it and like I pulled it from the recesses in my mind. And I just want y'all to know right now, fuck this little girl in this story. She's a child, but fuck this little girl. <laughs> I was so much. So in 2020 it was when it was still locked down in New York City, right? And I would, there was nothing to fucking do. I was going on for like at least a five mile walk every day. So I go, you know, like anybody, you know, sports bra, you know, sw uh, sweatpants, whatever, right? So I'm walking and it's like this little, let's say she's like a 10 year old girl, maybe, maybe 10 and like another little girl. And, and as I'm walking, the little girl like gasps, she gasps at me like, and I look at her and, and the other little girl goes in the most, she like, she goes, oh, I'm sorry. She's just like that when she sees anything inappropriate. Little thing, and I'm like, your baby ain't never seen bad bitches before. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you listen to me. Y'all don't understand. Like, I'm walking, right? Like, I'm walking. It wasn't like I stopped. It. So I like I process this as a child. So I'm like, and I'm like processing by down the block, and I'm 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 stewing. Like by the time I realized, like this fucking little girl, but I'm like. She is a child. You are an adult. An attorney. Imagine, you know, the police. If you go to go turn back and curse up this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I got like, I got like half a mile down the street, and I went back, bro. And she was gone. She was on the fucking step. I was looking. I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress this little girl." <laughs> I'm so fucking tight. And I just want to say, I but just stop raising these hating ass fucking kids. I was like, some frumpy bitch mother had this little girl, and now she gonna grow up to be a frumpy hating bitch too. I see it. I'm like, girl, nothing inappropriate. God damn it. I was y'all needed to see the judgment. She held her sister like this. Oh, I'm sorry. Now she covered the baby's eyes. You don't understand the judgment with which she shot it at me. It was the judgment of like a 66-year-old black woman on the subway. I couldn't believe it. I was like, there was so much in it. She was, she gagged me. She was a child. I was sick. I was like, in that in that girl's defense though, she's gonna she's gonna grow and change. She'll learn. Like I, a lot of people do no, change, they do grow. Let me tell you something right now as a woman. She's living in New York City, though, right? Like, she must be exposed to other there people was, like how was, is this there was, there was hating her heart you needed to see it like you just needed to I'll never, I'll never, i will never forget this little girl she was like she had a little she had a purple shirt on like she had a purple shirt on she had black hair and she was a fucking bitch <laughs> i was like oh my oh i was so upset i literally i was on the phone facetime with my friend just like sick i was like you see what i fucking hate America, if I was in the Bahamas, I could carry on fucking bad. But if I go to go around this little girl, NYPD is locking me up. I cannot explain why I must curse out this child. <laughs> I, can't, I can't defend this. I'm like, you an attorney? Oh my God, I can see that you is going to trend. You got to just leave it alone. Listen, upset. I have never, I've never been vindicated.
Mm. Oh my God. I just don't understand. But don't you know, Olay, don't you know that everything we do, even us without kids, we got to protect the kids? Don't you know that we got to take these books off the shelves just in case a kid even read about a bitch like you? Don't you understand that everything we do has to be for these kids now? Even if you don't have kids, even if you ain't thinking about kids, you got to conduct yourself for the kids. They can't see you in nothing rainbow. They can't see you in the in the mesh tank top that I wore to the club last weekend. They can't see you with none of that. Otherwise, that's gonna corrupt their little minds. Let me, let me put this right here. Fuck them kids. Let me. <laughs> let me do, no, no, honestly, people raise your own fucking kids. Like, hear me out. You want to be making these big fucking life decisions. You want to create that unique motherfucker. That's yours. You did that shit. That's all you, baby. That's all you. You knew what this world was like. You knew what this world was hidden for. It's not a nice fucking place. More bad shit happens than good. If you want to create a motherfucking bring them here, that's on you. Don't put that shit on me. I didn't make them. You don't see me telling you what to do based on what's nice for Raheem. Fuck you and them, baby. Don't come around here with that bullshit. Figure that out on your own fucking time. Oh. It's- on that point, have you seen the, the the schools in Florida, like all the books taken off the shelves because these schools are afraid of how the this new rule may be applied to them? If there's something in there that may be offensive to Ron DeSantis. So all the books coming off the shelves like it, it, it is absolutely crazy what is happening in that state. Yeah. I knew somebody like Ron DeSantis was going to pop up. Now, granted, he's been in the game a while, but I knew way back when Trump first got elected. And I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, I cried. I really did when he first got elected. I had never really been like politically invested. Cause let me tell you something, all these politicians corrupt. One day your mm-hmm. fave is gonna sacrifice the issue you care about with all your heart on the altar of political expediency. All these people are corrupt. But oh, once I, about it, I knew that by that the pendulum had swung so hard, we had brought eight years and white people said we got something for your asses and they they got Trump up in there and the pendulum swung so hard that I knew it would never ever be like it was before there is no decorum anymore there is no if, if there really ever was but it's something about where we are now that Trump has been able to ascend to where he is it's as if it's as if ain't nothing sacred like ain't now it's just like it's it's I'll I'll put it like this. My mother is 72 years old. And we fighting the same battles they was fighting back then. Like we, it it ain't, it's it's just swung so hard. I hate that she is towards the end of her life now. And she finna go out. If we don't do something about it, she gonna go out looking at the same world that she came into. Just absolutely unabashed racism. Girls are out here, uh, uh, I mean, like, like Mike said, just call people to be executed. Like, like, what is y'all doing? Like, what is going on? And that is the world that we live in. And it's so, this man has really ushered in a, a, a time that we really should have moved past as a country. And it's just back now. And with DeSantis, he's Trump, but Trump with like a, a makeover, like somebody who really Trump don't know shit. He, don't, I feel like to, to, in my soul, I feel like Trump is still shocked that he won the first time, and he's yeah, like, he yeah. he's shocked <laughs> that shit. But the Santas know he know how the game played. He know how this shit works. And so on the back of Trump's buffoonery that we really downplayed as a country, everybody thought he was just gonna be everybody's old racist grandpa or whatever. And it really and his handlers would kind of keep the country going the way that it was. And that is not what happened. And I knew that wasn't gonna happen. 
And so now you got somebody like DeSantis going around the country trying to familiarize the public with him, put a face to the big issue that you've seen in the news, try to normalize it for people again, especially for this new generation, try to see that hatred ain't so bad. It can be friendly. You know, fascism don't look the way you was taught in these books that I'm out here banning, girl. We're going to make sure you ain't even got no memory of that. (laughs) Now, this is a lethal contender. This is somebody who know like know how this shit can go. And I'm terrified for 2024 because he don't give a fuck. I will say, though, I, in terms of the Republican primary, I think DeSantis has a tougher shot because he he has no charisma. If you've seen the guy speak, he's he's he, yeah. he tries, but yeah. he's nowhere near Trump. I think no. DeSantis would be lethal in a an election against Biden. I think DeSantis mm-hmm. wins, uh, but he has to get to that election first. Like, that's the problem. I, I don't think he can get through the primary unless something happens to Trump and Trump drops out for some reason. Like, the, I, I just think that the more I like I initially thought. A lot of polling is showing movement towards DeSantis, but now it's kind of going back and it's sort of uh, even and and, um, even with the NFTs. Yeah, Trump had the NFT. (laughs) But that's usually that's that's the the swan song, though. You know, when someone goes down the NFT road, it's like you got nothing left. That's ripping the copper out of the walls in terms of like media personality. But Trump is still. (laughs) Once we get once the cameras start rolling on these people and they and they have these events, it's going to be Trump again because he has the charisma that no one else has. They're all going to try Nikki Haley or. Announced that she's going to announce in a couple Ooh, weeks. Like Nikki Haley has zero oh, shot. God. <laughs> but, well, you don't think that random, that random, I think it was West Virginian Republican who announced, and during his announcement speech, his pregnant wife passed out right on stage, and he did not run to go get her right away. He just like stood there and you didn't see this? No. no. I'll, I'll, I'll drop the link, and David, you can play it. It's pretty, yeah, yeah. It's okay, pretty yeah. wild. Have someone, by the way, you, you your mic's buzzing. Yeah, your mic, your mic, your mic sounds very robotic. Robot. It doesn't um, surprise there... me, but Jesus Christ. I, I was, I was also going to ask: Do all of you know about Ron DeSantis and his torture at Guantanamo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was circulating um, on my. Name. I know it from you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, is that like, but isn't that wild? Of all things, like he he wasn't. It's like he he knew how to question people to find out what torture upset or was the worst for them, and then direct that torture to be done. That's like this person is insidious, you know. Like yeah, he's an actual sociopath, right? Like, like I you, don't you, have you the have credential to, be, to diagnose him. Like the, that's he's like, a sociopath. That's comic book movie shit, you know. Standing yeah. back there, be like, oh, my torture is working really well right now. Like, what the fuck? I yeah. do you think know? that that the GOP's plan. So. Nikki Haley's the first one that's going to announce. I do think there's going to be, I think DeSantis will announce. I think that their eventual plan, they're going to have a lot of people announce. They're going to try and pull what Biden did on Bernie Sanders last time, where you have all these people drop out at once, back DeSantis, and try to get DeSantis in over Trump. I think that's going to be, that's going to be their attempt, uh, because I think they understand that DeSantis is a much better shot against Biden than, than Trump does. Mm-mm. So I think they're going to throw all these candidates in at once and then pull them out at some point back to Sanders and try and take over Trump. But uh, will that be successful? I don't know. Well, here's uh, what I'm hoping for. And I've said this before, but I, I have to say it again. Um, even though I think that DeSantis is much worse than Donald Trump in terms of like the sheer danger that he poses, I want him to beat Donald Trump or anyone to beat Donald Trump in the GOP primary because Trump has signaled multiple times already. He's not going to go down and just like accept the nominee. He's going to run independent and that will fuck up the entire election. True. 
So if we got that, that would be not only the best scenario because it would guarantee a Republican loss, but it'd be the most hilarious scenario. And we deserve this. If you believe in God, pray that this is the outcome because oh we deserve this. Oh, I'm not ready for so this. I, I have not seen this, but this Neither is what I. In our free enterprise system in keeping every American safe by preparing us. Lord have mercy. It took him a hot minute to go over there. Yeah, he's, he's, kinda, he's really thinking about it. He's really. How, the how gears are turning. That? You know, wow. You can, you can, he goes down at four seconds. He yeah, notices and a five. clearly goes down. God damn. Uh, Eight, nine, ten. He's well, the last one see there. see the stop on his hand. He's like, God damn it, Barbara, really right now? Is she all right? right? She's oh all right. God. Yes, this is uh, Roland Roberts. He's a West Virginia state senator. Um, they they cut they happened on the live stream and they took it wow. down off their YouTube channel and then re-uploaded it with it cut out and what? she just goes from sta- in the in the re-uploaded version she goes from standing there to they didn't even let her go away they they put her back oh up god. there in a chair she's sitting oh my, there. Oh, oh my god what the fuck <laughs> was, was he like this happens all the time don't worry she's always collapsing on the floor <laughs> she, <laughs> she did this twice it's, yesterday it's Nothing's adorable wrong. she does this everywhere <laughs> This has been happening. <laughs> oh, you. Wow. So, Matt Bender, don't lie to me. West Virginia is not a real place, okay? Thank you. <laughs> well, they live there. That's that's why I know it's real. My, my, friend a, my friend had a legal problem. I'm a, you know, someone got arrested, so I had to. Oh, wow. To, you are on call. You know, I had to Lawyer tell them what was going to happen. It's fine. No, it's like work. You know, it's fine. You're always on duty. Yeah, so I had to be a real lawyer for a second. My phone ring after five o'clock. Is there a man for themselves? I can't do nothing for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it is nice though. I can't do shit for y'all, baby. <laughs> no, it is nice to like have the you know I have the have the answers. I'm like, oh okay, this is fine. This is how this is gonna go. This is gonna It's okay. Like this feels like this is actually not alarming. Y'all are okay. This this is nice. Like, and then do you go like now? I have to go back to my show. Huh? I was like, and then are you like, I have to go back to my internet show in the middle of the call? I, yeah, but to me, love was pausing it to like, okay, I'm attending this legal issue. I'm like, at least I don't have to. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not, I don't have to go down to court and go arraign somebody. It's all good. Oh, that's good. I will say at some point, maybe I can do this now. I got a couple of clips from uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene this oh, week. God. Um, oh, God. You guys want to watch these? They're, they they are are these from the Glenn well, Greenwald and, and interview? crazy at the same time. The same day this, these two clips happened, I think she went on Greenwald's show, which is bonkers. I was, I was uh, I watching it before the show, anymore. by the way. It is once again one of those just like, it's just PR. He's just He does the exact same thing with her that he was doing with Alex Jones, where it's just yeah. like, people got mad that I'm even asking you questions, but I'm not allowed to ask like uh, a sitting congressional member questions, you know, and, and you've recanted all the bad things you've done. I was like, no, she hasn't. She, she, yeah, she has what? too many. The I'll ratio, of, like the speed of which she gets these out and then like has to uh, denounce them. It, it's It's mathematically impossible. So we this is during this a, one earlier a, today uh, on the majority report. It's, oh, did a, you? it's a great one. It's a great <laughs> This is a, one. Yeah, a House oversight hearing. Actually, I got two of these. So this one's on on one topic, but this is a, a House oversight committee hearing on how um, COVID relief money was spent. And look at what MTG is uh, so focused on here. Can you tell me how much money was given to Drag Queen Story Hour? Hey, dispatch. 
Not this bitch finds children's books. He's an idiot. The answer to either one of those. We need to look at this, and I urge you to do that. Bradbury Sullivan LGBT Community Center in Pennsylvania received sixteen thousand dollars. Oh wow! Sixteen. From from COVID cash. How much did, she, did she get? She got like what, like one hundred eighty thousand dollars? Wow! Over one hundred fifty-eight. Mm. There you go. One hundred fifty-eight thousand dollars. Yes, mm. and um, uh, I I saw reports. I I I recall that some of that money she put into her campaign. I mean, if mm. that that seems very sketchy. I mean, I guess it's it's I, I don't know what the deal is there, but um, yes, yeah, she has that 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 construction company from her father that she runs somehow that i think sounds like a front for something uh, again right pure spec yeah pure speculation on my part just want to make that clear but um yeah you know one of those bootstrappers who uh you know started a company that her dad actually created and let oh, her down to her. i swear to god like america is a whole mickey mouse operation like just <laughs> Like what is like what is this content, man? Like y'all, all this country full of millions of people in serious issues, and y'all have bitches up in the fucking Congress talking shit, talking about how much is we got. We got one more here. This is this is another topic that she's very. Before very you play that, David, about. can we just yes. appreciate his response when he's like, "What? I thought you said dry yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 hilarious. His face. He was so taken off guard. This is like what? That was amazing. <laughs> I would love to know what this man thinks dry clean story hour. <laughs> <laughs> dry clean story hour. What? You tell me uh, how much how much covid cash went the CRT. CRT. Critical race theory in education. It's it's a racist it's not on Twitter. Uh, uh, curriculum used to teach children uh, that somehow their white skin is not children, white babies. White, white babies are evil. Are That's what oh it teaches you. Generally are not used. They're supposed to be used for curriculum. Oh, that's a state. Oh, Mr. Dodaro, I have to tell you in Illinois that they, they received 5.1 billion. You gotta hear what she says. You gotta hear. You gotta hear what she says. Rewind it a little bit. You gotta hear what she says. I have to tell you, in Illinois, that they received five point one billion um at at an elementary school there that, that used it for equity. That's it. Five point one billion for a single elementary school. As a game, I didn't know you all were so well funded. Right. That's amazing. Well, like y'all ain't embarrassed, like as a nation, y'all ain't ashamed. I say y'all because I'm not from here. Oh, know? I'm. Trust me, we are. Aren't you all ashamed by this? <laughs> I'm ashamed of Canada too. To be fair, I will come down to the monetary fee. I will for 1.1 billion dollars. I will come down there and teach all those children, guy. If you are any of your viewers, I will come down there. Please call me. Listen, I, I I I looked into this, and it turns out that she's true. At this school, they gave every child a fighter plane, and they all dropped bombs. <laughs> they all dropped bombs on all the white children in Illinois under the CRT program. It was very. They got the training, <laughs> not the white babies. All the white babies. No. They shouldn't. No, hear me out, bro. Like y'all should not have people this fucking dumb. 
in public, like public facing. No, honestly, not even just that. She's also she, she's not one of committees. Like that's what that's what's so insane about this. She's the one asking question, asking experts questions. It's not acceptable it's, it's to have an honor in government. <laughs> and that's like I couldn't believe in this system. If I was a child growing up in this country, you want me to learn MLA format? You want me to do all this shit? You want me to fact fact check? And do all this nonsense, but look at what the fuck is happening in Congress. Like she the standards are so unfair. Like, no one, no one yeah. cuts her off. Like, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am. This is a serious establishment. You, you cannot just say <laughs> <laughs> like, What are the words coming out of your off. mouth like, right now? She, she literally <laughs> goes to work on some performance theater shit, and that's the sickening part. Like, while they may be fucking stupid, and that they are, <laughs> this is all very much so orchestrated mess. Like, they're just appealing to the nuts that keep them there. She's just like, hey, I'm gonna get this shit off. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> How much money they give to see her tea? <laughs> <laughs> I'm personally offended by it. I'm personally offended by it. In, in a serious note, I'm really personally offended by that shit because, one, COVID was a catastrophe. Everybody knows that. I, for y'all that don't know, I work as an epidemiologist. So the pandemic, mm. things of that nature is my job. And I will say this. what COVID, Let me tell you what COVID funds were really used for, and that's to build prisons or to fund the prisons. Alabama diverted, I think, $400 million of their money to wow. go to a brand new goddamn prison. So that's what that shit Oh, my God. Wow. And so, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're diverting that money. That Biden said, hey, girl, the worst of it's over. Do what you want. So, yeah, they're diverting that money to the prisons. So to worry about this simple-ass, silly-ass shit when people really still out here dying, think about 500 people a day or so are still dying from it. You got people, and, and our public health infrastructure is absolutely in collapse. And instead of talking about what this funding is really going to, you're just doing silly ass shit. Like, and don't get me wrong, Marjorie Taylor Greene is another person who I think is, was absolutely shocked that she won. Um, didn't expect to be going this far in her career. Now she's just playing that shit by ear, just trying to figure it out, faking it till she's making it. So I don't really expect too much from her. Um, don't show me that video of her until she clips those ends, and I mean that trigger warning. I was thinking that I am no bitch. I was like, she is not focused on the right things. Her hair is fried, dyed. Terrible. You want to be shaming yourself? No, that's fact. You do look crazy. No, big T. I'm just I'm cringing uh, thinking about her saying reclaiming my time and her like accent and wait huh? excuse me what happened well no I'm just like imagining because now she's on the the House Oversight Committee like I'm envisioning her like trying oh. to grill someone about CRT oh. and she's like reclaiming my time like you know how she's like it's a terrible accent but you yeah. get what I'm saying like you can like visualize her voice in your she head has, she hasn't actually done that yet right she hasn't she hasn't mocked mocked Maxine Waters has she done that. I, uh, mock, I don't see she's mock anybody. No, that's the real term that they use for that, though. That's term they like, use. Not too much on the southern accent, dog. I know you hear mine, so let's all just relax. A little bit. I thought we were I know it's t- it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> what is it? Oh. oh, did y'all? I meant to say, um. Did y'all see Letterhack's um war awards? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so cute. Letter. I don't know. Is that today? I mean, no, I missed that. I didn't see it. Oh, I'm, I'm you the didn't host. Uh huh. Probably because you didn't Ooh. get nothing. It was just a comic, <laughs> a comic right? But, um, yeah, I, I, is it a new one or is it an old one? New awards were handed out this year. Oh, there's new awards. I just. I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me, let me, pull it up. 
up on the screen while we talk about it. Hold on. Let's, uh... I'm trying to yeah, find let's uh... see these awards. Yeah, is you want to see them? No. I haven't really been on Twitter today very much. Just to I got the fly ass nigga award. <laughs> someone, someone in chat says it's okay to laugh at Lance's accent. That is correct. You are allowed to mock uh, Canadians ruthlessly. It is good and healthy and should be encouraged. No, that's not it. I just dropped it in the chat. Oh, sorry. Let me let, let me grab that. <laughs> Lance, can you do me a favor? Um, can yeah. you say the word about? <laughs> A boot? Yes, Lance, you say that. Don't ask me. Well, come on there, buddy. What are you trying to talk about, your hoser? Come on there. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought we were friends here, you know? Oh, oh by the way, uh, my about. condolences about your, your country's groundhog. That's very, very what funny. What is sad, baseball. right? Fucking, what is this timeline? You know, I'm just like, all this shit is happening, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and by the way, instead of seeing the shadow this year, the groundhog has died. And you're like, what? This, what? Hold on. First of all. Canada, two questions, two things. One is a question, the second is a statement. First, Canada, y'all have a groundhog too? I didn't know y'all did that too. Two, well, it's French. Speaking I'm speaking not sure whose groundhog it was. It's, it's, it's a Quebec uh, groundhog. Don't get mad I'll if you don't mention groundhog. that. It, it's, it's a French groundhog. How do you pronounce it? Fred, King what? of dead groundhogs. Do y'all remember the time de Blasio killed the groundhog in Groundhog's Day? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who could forget? Fred, <laughs> Fred de la Mamotte. Blasio murdered the groundhog. <laughs> Staten Island Chuck, and interestingly enough, oh, Staten on, Island Chuck's got the best record. He's see, got the best record of any of them. Hold Exploded on, onto the scene. I think that's that's the award. That's, that's me. Hold on. Look at the nails. Hold on, they got me. Nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'd like to thank my mommy and daddy for fucking doing that. They got it really right. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, for having such a vision. <laughs> Like, what is this? This is the International Bad Bitch Award. What is this? What is this? Is it? And, and you know this. And it is. Bender is most likely to piss off Elon Musk. Absolutely. Oh, Bender got an award. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. <laughs> yes, that's and true. I was, that I was drawn. I was drawn with a, yeah. a, a a rather large cranium for some reason. Large cheeks. That's a beard dead on, though, Matt. I'm gonna tell you, they got that dead on. They was mm -hmm. concentrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would like to see the uh, wizarding hat measure that skull. <laughs> the hat wouldn't even fit. Oh my god! Have many a crown. In other news today, you know what happened today? Ilhan Omar voted to uh, oh, or voted yeah. by the GOP kicked off of uh, the mm. House Foreign Affairs Committee. Oh my God! On it on a party line vote because apparently she's anti-Semitic because she anti criticizes the right wing uh, Israeli government and their apartheid. And Trump was the there were actually president. some really good speeches today from like, <laughs> like in defense of her from AOC from mm -hmm. uh, uh, even, even like people like Eric Swalwell mm -hmm. um, defending her. So it was it was good to see that that you know the party came together to to defend her even. Yeah. You know, Still, though, some were like, well, Ilhan Omar has said some bad things, but she's apologized. So we should like from the Democratic Party saying that mm. shit like, no, she had she made a comment a couple of years ago about um, someone was all about the Benjamins because they're taking money from, I think, APAC. And that is a line from a rap song that's referring to Benjamin Franklin on a hundred dollar bill. I don't know how like 
I, I, I guess I, if you're crazy, maybe that can be viewed as anti-Semitic. But it was a criticism of the amount of money being poured into the system from a uh, from groups connected to a far right wing Israeli government. That that was, and she criticizes all governments, including the U.S. government. So she's consistent on that issue. Yet, uh, uh, anyways, the whole thing is so stupid. But this I, is I watched what happens your video now on it. Control. And I totally agreed, like the amount, like the double standard is ridiculous. Trump was the president of the United States and has said so many anti-Semitic things, like hardcore yeah. anti-Semitic mm -hmm. things, right? And, like the, and he's not the only one, there's tons. You, you look at this and it's like people always going off about, uh, you know, well, the Rothschilds and Bloomberg and blah, 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 and like all this kind of stuff. It's like, okay, you're using some dog whistles, but this is still some hardcore yeah, shit, you right? Know you know what's different, all them people is like, <laughs> said, She had, you missing a very important point last year. The audacity to be born both black I and was like, she's a brown Muslim woman. What you talking about? That's why. That's that all I did. Yeah, that's what uh, Ilhan Omar brought that up. AOC brought that up. Others brought that up. That's why, like, that's yeah. why they they were targeting her is because she's a a black woman who's a Muslim. Like, it's it's the you know it's everything wrong in the world from the GOP perspective. Yep, that's fact. Nobody with clipped ends like that gonna be talking to me no any kind of way. Number one, that's number one. Y'all party is the party of chopped ends. Okay, invisible parts. I didn't. I can't deal with none of that. You're not gonna be talking to me crazy. I, I would be in Congress <laughs> acting a fool if I realized that's how they were. Like, honest to God, like the only thing that keeps these kind of like things in check is if everybody agrees to follow. You know what I mean? The procedure. I remember being in a mock trial competition in law school, and when I realized like the judge they had judging and she didn't know the rules of evidence, like. You know, she get overwhelmed and this could be a Mickey Mouse operation. Oh, my God. I wouldn't let the fucking other team get through a direct objection. <laughs> I, listen, I, won, like, I was, my, by the time I was done, I won by so much, but my coach was so fucking sick of me. He was upset. I was in there like, I just took over kangaroo court. Like, okay, <laughs> foolishness. If I saw, if I had to be in Congress with certified dummies like these people, I'd be in there doing fun. You might be angry like this. This is AOC defending Ilhan Omar during this, uh, this vote. Thank you. Now, as also as a fellow New York, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life and you it's all true. and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an a, a condemnation of anti-Semitic so remarks racist. when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Expired. Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke at a Nick Fuentes rally, the neo-Nazi Nick Fuentes. Yeah. yeah, I know people say that the left calls everyone Nazis, everything you don't like is a Nazi, but Nick Fuentes, he's an avowed I fucking love Hitler kind of dude. The one who is touring now with Ye on the anti-Semitic tour. Uh, so like Marjorie Taylor Greene, that uh, that alone should be like, well, this is obviously extreme, right? Like this is, this is beyond the pale. You shouldn't be allowing this person in any kind of prestigious placement at all, ever right but that's that's even the GOP Lauren now. Obert was really frustrated with Marjorie Taylor Greene 
Um, there's an article I covered it uh, like six months ago on my show because she ideologically is very close with Marjorie Taylor Greene and people perceive them to kind of be like the same type of person. So she didn't like that Marjorie Greene spoke at Nick Fuentes, uh, Fuentes's uh, AFPAC or whatever it's called because that like that association. You're not supposed like, to do it in public. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Private racism. Right. That's all that is. That's, she just tried to do hard. Thank you, Gary. Like, thank you, because I'm like, bro, she there. But they're all white supremacists. Okay, that's, think, that's the homie for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> but what really should concern people? This, this, I, this really does concern me to see these people. They've given this Marjorie Taylor Green woman. A, a spot on what a homeland security committee, something like that, knowing that this woman is proudly unabashedly affiliated with with January six, uh, uh, which was mm-hmm. I just, just even just referring to it as January six. This was an attempted coup on the hey, United hey. States government. This woman is on a homeland security committee. Yep. Everybody in there walked out and said, "What the fuck is going on?" You got this George Santos man. They trying to put him on committees and all that shit. One, y'all don't even know if that's his real name. Two, <laughs> It's not. It's definitely not. Came out. You talking about somebody? They didn't link donations from his campaign to the Russian oligarchs. That is an official thing they have come out with and traced that to. It's like, baby girl, let's get past the the. Because don't get me wrong, I love Congresswoman AOC. You know, I think she out here. She doing her thing. Well, I love her generally because again, all these people are corrupt. But we talking about somebody who has been through a lot of things since ascending to Congress. A Coast Guardsman is in jail for trying to murder this woman. Like she, her, her family receiving death threats, all type of shit, all because she dares stand up as a Latino woman and say, you know what, not today, bitch. And yet it's such an uneat, like it's these, like these people, this different standard that everybody's being held to in the GOP, where basically my, if I was GOP affiliated, my ass would walk in there and be like, hey, y'all, I'm going to sit in on this committee right fast. You know, don't mind me. It, this is a spit in the face of every American citizen that these are the people who are making decisions that have real world consequences. And that's really hard for, for a lot of liberals to understand, especially, especially the white liberals, because they typically engage things. I ain't meaning no disrespect to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all play or whatever. But y'all engage things differently than we do. Oh, a lot of this is theory for y'all. This is just theory. This is shit you're reading about in textbooks and whatnot, or that at the most you are seeing other people that you know, seeing people the color that you're friends with and whatnot endure the consequences of the decisions that these people are making. Yeah, no, that's that's totally true. Mm-hmm. All, this and is by a, the way, uh, oh, go ahead. Just play this quickly. This is a, a, a death threat that Ilhan Omar received yes. recently. Uh, I'm sure one of many that she has received. Um, but this is how crazy these fucking people are. As you fucking cunt, I'll put a bullet in your fucking head and get the fuck out of my country, you cock-sucking bitch. I'll fucking kill you. To review, press zero. To re- yeah. Oh my God, you know what kind of bitch Bro. Jesus Christ. Bro, these people are so bitch made. Like, imagine you be like, you on somebody voicemail, popping hot cash, talking like, <laughs> like, like all that. Like, you win Dixie to the death threats to people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like, you got to jump bad. You got to win a voicemail. <laughs> you like, 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 you, oh, suck it. That's what you got, bitch. Like, that's all you got. Like, that's what you thought of. Like, you went to all this stuff. 
all you got. Like some of these people, yo, they couldn't survive one day in the bombers. Like uh, <laughs> I put a bullet in your head, nigga. I put my foot up your ass. And I'm like, <laughs> but, but, let me say this. Shout out to my girl, Big Gretch up there in Michigan. Survived two assassination attempts, no winners, all her ops in jail, and she won re-election. Shout out to Big Gretch. No, they be there like, why are you this mad? Like that, you're you're fucking crazy. Like, what are you? And also, like, your country, get out of my country. Like, nigga, you know how old this fucking world is. You know how old this dirt is. You may be alive seventy two years if you're lucky. This nigga, you don't own nothing, broke nigga. Mm-hmm. This is not your street. <laughs> this is not. This is not your country. You don't even pay HOA fees. You own nothing. Because <laughs> why are you talking to this woman crazy on a voicemail like that? And you go out of your way to figure out how to get in touch with a congresswoman. That's all you got to say? That's the extent of your threat? Like, that's it? the only way you can engage the base on that side. Because when I think about it, listen, I get a little classy sometimes. Now, I'll go ahead and confess that about myself. Because when it mm-hmm. comes down to it, I think my mama had the best synopsis of racist people. She'd be like, well, fuck them. They broke anyway. Y'all poor. And that's true. <laughs> no, no. So, when it comes to the base, when it comes to the, the true base of the GOP, the only ownership they really feel like they have, the thing that really unites them outside of their skin color is they feel like they have an ownership to this country. That is a deep no. Did a uh, that's how they appeal. That's how they appeal to like, d- like no offense. Well, we that's not even our viewing base, so it's all good. That's how they appeal to dumb broke white people, right? Like it's like you convince them that's the thing they rally around, like my white, my my white identity, and that they should be mine because they otherwise so other so fucking upset. So instead of teaching them like oh capitalism and the way these all these rich white people now all these people exploiting you, they teach them that black people, brown people, other these people who are stopping you from having your God given right, and they sitting up there mad, and that's what they really fucking mad. But that's really what the tea is that you sitting your broke ass down there talking shit because you down bad because you feel away. Because imagine seeing a bunch of people who have all this weight on them, all these institutional oppressions, all these barriers, and doing better than you because you look stink, because you ugly, because you stupid, because you dumb, and now you mad at everybody but your fucking mother. You need to talk to your parents because they were irresponsible, procreating and bringing you onto this world to carry your dumb ass around here talking shit in people's head. And that's what you should be mad at. End, end it here, end the suffering here, and take yourself out the game. That's what you should do. <laughs> I saw someone in your chat, David. In Minecraft, we have to add that for TOS. My chat, do what? Oh, I saw someone in the chat who's like the the username is James R something, and it's like uh, black people talking about weird names, lol. And I was like, your last name for this is like it's Doctor Seuss level unpronounceable gibberish. I don't know what you're trying to do, but that's ridiculous. I, I tell you, they be so mad. I'm telling you, I, I really they they be so mad at me on. They don't hold you white bills to sitting on your counter, baby girl. It's like listen, all that shit. We ain't paying. We ain't hearing that shit tonight, girl. Pay them overdue light bills. It's something in the red at your house for you to be that mad, girl. You gotta get that sorted out. God bless you. Oh, I'm seeing you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see him in the. We corner. got a mod in the chat. Don't worry. He's already taken care of him. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm not even upset. Listen, I'm fried. That's what I'm. No, no. I, I, get, <laughs> rid <of laughs> I get rid of these fucking garbage <laughs> people. If, if, there's, if there's pieces of shit in my chat, they're not around anymore. Like, they're, their messages, they're either banned or their messages are hidden. Like, I it, saw it, it, it'll, show, it'll show up here, but on the actual YouTube page, it's, it's you know what's it's so funny. Uh, I seen a comment earlier when the, another affirmative action attorney in the panel, but you know what's hilarious? I remember once, like, 
being like at a comedy show and like the comedian tried to crack on me and like tried to say I wasn't cute or something. And I was just like, I di- I disagree. Like I'm not even offended. I just disagree. No, like so oh, this is I not read another you know we're, we're, crazy? Not, we're not debating right now. <laughs> I hundred percent didn't even realize where I'm fried and that's just not my testimony. I didn't even realize he is talking about me, even though like logically I'm the only attorney on this panel, but I read that and I was like what are you talking about listen listen i am a bitch i applied to 11 law schools i got in everywhere okay i chose between full scholarship offers y'all better google me a nigga is a decorated academic you can't hurt my feelings you hate to see it nigga <laughs> okay so yeah thank you blocking mine <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't heard from mudslinger 88 have we no, oh, he definitely after I got <laughs> it back. I haven't touched much like he's more funny was that than anything. Also, was that person also in uh the YouTube chat? Yeah, like my They were last time, yeah. Mudslinger, yeah. Well, that looks like it's just the average David Dole fan. David, Get the fuck out of here. You gotta do better. You gotta do better. Your mic's fucking attracting all these races, David. Matt, I want you to compare all of the YouTube comment sections from all all our channels. I will come out on top with the best because Mine I, is I moderate good, my though. shit. Do better. <laughs> I, get rid of it. I, get, I, I enjoy healthy debate in the chat, but if there's a piece of shit, they're fucking gone. I miss being in Lance. I loved Lance's audience, and then I started. They're still I like, here. I love David's you can you can you can have. I have them all open right now. I love David's audience too. That's why, like, I, I, I'm bringing you in this chat. I've as well. never seen Vinder's audience. I just have a feeling. I just feel like I wouldn't be loved there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know this. I don't know this. But I like if I had to put my money on it, like, you know, David and Mike's audience both like are always like nice to me except there's always like eight to twelve haters like on there just like <laughs> like not like comments it'll just be like the one comment but the eight to twelve congregate right there being haters but it's mostly the Lance is on is nothing but a sea of love and positivity because you know why I figured but I figured that out that's because Lance is next like Lance is a Leo too Lance is next like extroverted animated big personality so anybody who watches Lance is already used to that type of time and they like it and then the, the more that y'all works? wind down only Leo's watching <laughs> yeah, the more y'all wind up and energy, the more smoke I get. So I know by the time we get to Bender, I'm getting hated on. I'm not getting there. I'm not going there. Like, the comments, good lord! I've told, I'm told YouTube comments are where Christianity just goes to die. Like it's just the worst, worst thing. True, humanity. It's humanity. Anything I have ever done. I'm, I was told my team told me that article I wrote for the Washington Post. The girls were duking it out. Or whether or not women were people, I guess. I'm never gonna read that back. Listen, any comments oh you got to say about me, I'm never gonna read that shit, baby. My my notifications been off on every social media platform. Uh, you just oh, cause you you have been hold on. Can we get can, can I even tell no? So y'all don't know this because y'all sat at the internet, right? And I got there late when I realized. So I met Gabrielle doing an episode uh Bad Faith, and so I was like, Oh, I love Gabby. And then I realized shortly after on Twitter, like Gabby, are you a black Twitter villain? Gabby has been the main, like, they like, they, they be jumping on. Listen, Gabby is a, <laughs> believe, listen, the black community be, be summoning to get on Gabby's ass. So, like, <laughs> I just met these white people, and this is how you go do me. Are <laughs> we all canceled? Are we all canceled now? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> is the black community going to come after us as well? My team, and I do, in addition to being an epidemiologist, I also run a nonprofit. My team has has described me as a quote timeline terrorist. I reject that entirely. Let me tell you something. One thing about me and Black Twitter, I ain't never backed down. I think that's really what it is. I'm a formerly incarcerated woman, 
and my arrest, though nonviolent, nothing drug related, nothing crazy, was I wouldn't uh-huh. care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, if, I yeah, know, I really do. I wish it was something like real badass, and it wasn't. I took some money, I paid it back. I, and in fact, I did a um, a special with CBS News last year about CBS Morning News with Gail King, and I sat down and I talked about it um, with the judge who was on my case. And I used that moment to to build up my nonprofit. And so we give scholarships to for, uh, currently incarcerated women, formerly incarcerated women, the daughters of anyone who's ever been incarcerated. We pay the rents of formerly incarcerated mothers and pregnant women. We um, I go every month to the prisons down here in Louisiana and donate organic menstrual products. And we do all this because that is everything that I needed back then. And I think Black Twitter's problem with me, and it's really very few people. Olay is exaggerating the shit out of this. The <laughs> 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 thing about Black Twitter, I think the problem is that I'm an anomaly. Like, especially as women, we don't even associate incarceration with women. And so for me to be someone that's not only, I'm a loud, mouthy Black girl from the South that survives something that's really supposed to be in unsurvivable. It's supposed to be incarceration in this country is supposed to be a permanent scarlet letter on you. It's supposed to be something that you do not overcome, or at least not to the point that I have. I make a hell of a lot of money doing what I do. And I go places. I talk to people about what I is. I have survived. I have no shame in it. And so this is a, inherently a system that is supposed to forever assign shame to you. You're supposed to forever you. Uh, one in three people, one in three Americans has a criminal record. And you don't really hear people talk about that. But I'm right there. I'm in your face talking about it. Absolutely unabashed. My grandmother said, if you tell the truth, can't nobody hurt you. And I have worn that as a badge of honor. So when you get on Twitter, people look for something to hurt you with. Look for something to say about you. Oh, you did this, 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 and all that shit. But they know they can't hurt me with that. Because here I am on fucking national news talking about it. Because I don't give a fuck, girl. I love that. So it's like, that's my relationship with Black Twitter. At the same time, you know, I'm also out here. I started that scholarship money. I started that scholarship fund with my own money out of my savings account, just handing money to people on the TL. And so how can you really hate on somebody who's giving a bunch of money to people? So it's, I, I exist in this conundrum and they're constantly looking for ways to be like, hey, girl, humble yourself. And I just refuse to. So that's my relationship with Black Twitter. <laughs> I lo- no, I love that. Can you, Gabrielle? Can you talk a little bit about what is? I lo- I lo- we have sound now. Sorry, yeah, we have a soundboard I, now. I got a soundboard here. There we go. That's, that's amazing. A, that's like, oh my two god! More I don't use it very often, but I'm that's that's. No, David, impressive. you got to go yeah, full no, shot chalk. Go, go full shot chalk right now. Get all the things. Bazinga! Wooga! Whoop! 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 <laughs> fart noise! Can we, get a, can we get a Tucker Carlson laugh too? Oh my God, I don't want him on here. <laughs> it's, it's very cursed. But uh, I wanted to ask board. Gabrielle about uh, you being an epidemiologist because like over the last couple of years, I mean, we lived through a pandemic and I feel like people in your profession have just been like washed out due to all of the misinformation and how how you navigate that because I felt like in 2021, I made it my mission to try to like debunk um any type of like vaccine misinformation but it's like it's so i feel like it's so overwhelming there's so many conspiracies that like it's almost like it's just a lost cause so like can you talk about your experience as an epidemiologist like during a pandemic because i think this is like one of the most fascinating things right now um so i'll say i i got my degree from um tulane university school of public health and tropical medicine roll away we just won the cotton ball 
Um, and I graduated right into the pandemic. So I finished oh, in 2019 and then boom, here's all my textbooks come to life. And I got recruited <laughs> by the current company that I work for. I've been with them ever since. So I've only known this capacity at my company because I work for a private organization. Um, and so in the very beginning, it really was like an all hands on deck kind of thing. Like, wow, this is this is the event of a lifetime. We have not had a pandemic of this nature in 150 years. Like this is something that we've just never seen. Um, and it slowly and I really to me, the chasm, like the real the real switching point was when the former Surgeon General came out and basically kind of put personal blame on the pandemic, especially for communities mm. of color. And really, I think that would be the moment where overnight, it, it, it just seemed as though the, the entire narrative around it changed. Suddenly we were not a, a collective country trying to face this, this new and, and still very unknown threat. There's still so much that we don't know about COVID. Um, and it just became something that was your personal responsibility. Um, and that's not how public health works. That's not how that it's just not how it works. I think people are so unfamiliar with public health and, and think of it as the same thing as medicine. Because medicine, you know, we're treating the individual, we're treating this symptom. Public health is supposed to be from a preventative standpoint, and our and our our infrastructure just completely failed. And so that left room, in addition to all the fear that was surrounding it, that left room for a lot of misinformation. I wrote an article for, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I was quoted in an article for The Telegraph um, where they were basically reached out to me and they said, hey girl, there's a um, conspiracy theory going around that says that, you know, um, COVID will cause like, you know, your baby to be born with um, microcephaly. And I'm just like, girl, like what? Like these things we didn't even know people were saying, I mean, at this point I may as well wipe my ass with my epidemiology degree because somebody watched two hours of a YouTube stream and said, <laughs> hey girl, um, well, XOXO lover baby told me this. So yeah. <laughs> on Reddit. And so it's, it's, I understand it. This isn't even the first time this has happened, even throughout history, where, where people come through with a lot of misinformation, a lot of vaccine hesitancy, and especially with the Black community, we have reason for our mm -hmm. hesitancy. It is warranted. I will never take that from us. But at the same time, when it comes to COVID, when it comes to the vaccine, we just have to operate in a way that understands that, you know, I am my brother's keeper that we are really collectively responsible for one another. I think the most recent research that I've read is that um, in terms of people who are vaccinated, because most people have, have pretty much gotten their vaccine, uh, or at least their first one. They may, have, they may not have completed the course, but they've got at least one at this point. I think the most recent research I've seen is that for people who have been vaccinated but are not taking any other endeavors, they're, they're not quarantining, they're not wearing their mask and whatnot, they're going to, I think they're estimating you're going to experience COVID at least six times, acute COVID at least six times in one year, and you have a 12% risk of developing long COVID, which is something we absolutely are just in the dark about at this point. Um, and so as, as we fight for some kind of normalcy, some kind of endemicness, especially at work, because I'm going to tell you, everybody at work's tired. Everybody, at least in my job anyway, everybody's tired. We're tired of hearing about it. We're tired of seeing the death rates. We're tired. We're just tired. Everybody's tired. Mm -hmm. The general public's tired. Healthcare, we're, we're all tired. But that does not negate what has to come next. And that is some kind of, of collective understanding that this is not over yet, that 
this nonsense that this is just a cold, this is just a flu, that is not true. And I think at this point, most people should be familiar with that because I had COVID once and it, I lost my voice, but I had already been fully vaccinated. My 31 year old brother absolutely refused to get a vaccine, slipped into a coma within a, in, and died within a week. Holy shit. So, wow. That is the reality that we are all facing. And it does not have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that what you said about just the failed institutional response, kind of like allowing this room for conspiracy theories to grow makes so much sense because like within like a week or two, like we were seeing segments on Fox News about how, well, you know, we should just sacrifice grandma to the gods of capitalism. Yeah. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but like the, uh, the lieutenant governor, I think Pretty I close. forgot Dan Patrick. Of um of Texas was talking about how like I'm willing to die so you know my my next generations can have a good economy and like it just immediately like there was like a week that we were in this mindset of wow let's flatten the curve and then like that it was just okay you're on your own good luck um and I think and that course, like the failed response from the state really made things so much worse and right before that was denial I mean you had mm-hmm. cable news especially Fox News T- Tucker Carlson Sean Hannity pretend it wasn't even a thing. And then, right. and then, and then it just like flipped. And oh, now it is a thing. But well, we got to sacrifice these people. Like it was mm-hmm. just, it was completely uh, uh, wild. And you know, one of the one of the greatest um, know, arguments for people who are anti-vax to get vaccinated is think about who got the vaccine first. Ron DeSantis in Florida specifically gave the vaccine to rich donors of his. Mm-hmm. Like they got in line for. I think there's like a rich community where they they were like the first ones vaccinated. And they were big supporters of his. Like when you have the wealthy and those in power ensuring that their friends get vaccinated first, maybe that's an indication as you should also get the vaccine. Yeah. I believe it was yeah. the city of Philadelphia. I'll never forget this story. I know it was in Pennsylvania. So it was either Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. And I really think it was Philadelphia. It was the city of Philadelphia that gave, I want to say, $1.5 million to some 21-year-old college dropout tech bro who said, hey, girls, run me the vaccine. I'll run distribution in the city. He had scheduled all these partnerships with the black churches, things that nature. He was going to come down, vaccinate everybody. Turns out homeboy had no plan at all. They gave him these millions of dollars. Homeboy had absolutely no plan at all, was calling his friends down to the churches in these black communities. This is a white man calling his friends, his family down and whatnot, um, shoving vaccines in his pants to smuggle them out the churches. This shit was on the news and everything. It scared the shit out of me because I was like, what oh is this? Um, the church is speaking out. The, the the Philadelphia Department of Health is like, hey, girl, our bad. Like, <laughs> and and sitting and talking about sending homeboy to jail. But at the same time, it's stuff like that that just does not offer any kind of credence to our public health infrastructure in this country. And so I think what scares me the most is that what is going to happen when the next pandemic comes? Because it will. Well, this it's inevitable. It's an inevitability that this will happen again. And we are just absolutely unprepared, especially with the way that the way in which we have handled COVID has affected every other effort that we have in terms of in terms of preventing diseases. Uh, 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 meningitis is way up. People aren't getting HPV vaccines anymore. It's just it's affecting the way in which we communicate about 
prevention in the profession. That's why so many people are getting burnt out. At, at this point, I really don't know what we do, especially with the, with the CDC being so inconsistent in their messaging, inconsistent in what they, they're telling the American people to do. This is a hollowed, trusted institution across the world. And just kind of readily admitting that they don't know what they don't know what to do at this point. And so we 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 just out here doing the best we can, I think, as a profession, like it's just trying to combat this from all sides. It's so dangerous yeah. right now because we kind of live in this like post-truth era where like everything can be discounted so quickly and you don't need people like the heavy lifting you have to do on one side to do advocacy for health and good health outcomes is insurmountable compared to someone who could just be like yeah but the 5g towers and the magnets and magneto and all that kind of stuff and all mm -hmm. these pundits they're making money off death you got to remember like joe rogan has 11 million people who listen to his podcast i he's, guarantee like, he's been vaccinated multiple times over i probably a lot of them like have right and and of those people they that he's telling to like, not trust it like some of those are going to not get vaccinated get sick some of those people will be hospitalized and some of those people will die and, and you're making money off the whole thing they don't care about people yeah i don't know what's gonna yeah. happen too when biden decides hey girls um that emergency period is over with that expires at the end of this month so mm. um i'm told i read in the news moderna is just waiting in the wings like the fucking grinch to start um charging what is it i think 130 dollars is what it's going to be per vaccine now so i've seen that number close you know what pisses me off so much about that is again people going after pfizer for the wrong reasons or moderna for the wrong reasons being like oh they're trying to poison us with the vaccine blah 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 it's like no motherfuckers you can make fun of these companies because they're evil and doing fucked up shit there's lots of things there's so many receipts they they took a whole bunch of taxpayer money and now they're taking more money to buy and produce the manufacturing vaccine and sell it back to you they spend more on advertising than they do on r d go after them for real shit when you go after them for cartoon mickey mouse stuff then people on the sidelines are like oh okay well i guess it's because the vaccine's evil and it's gonna make yeah. me the, the issue is that the vaccine powerful. is is distributed through capitalism as opposed to being a just a a right i mean there is public mm -hmm. investment into the research behind the vaccine right Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that the public funded the research into the vaccine and then these massive companies benefit off of it. Like that's that's the criticism there. The criticism isn't the medicine's bad or the vaccine's bad. The criticism is why are they benefiting when the taxpayers are the ones that funded the research into the medicine? Yeah, yes. that's the conspiracy. Like you don't have yeah. to concoct these uh, ideas that, oh, well, ivermectin works instead yeah. or the vaccine is poison. Like the conspiracy is obvious. It's already it's good the enough. Greed. <laughs> yeah, it's but yet, like these motherfuckers who push like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, still are. like they're doing Jimmy victory Dorr. laps now. He's still yeah. doing it. He's still, yeah, they're all, he, he was quoting Marjorie Taylor Greene as a source. He's like, I was right. I've been proven right about all this. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Chris, Chris has a big pharma who's making the money off that too. Like it's, it's all so freaking stupid. Oh, it, it feels so hopeless. <laughs> And it, it does feel hopeless. There's some things that just cannot be penetrated. I really can't tell you how many times I've been told uh, in the early in the, in the early day. I think I probably stopped trying to. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm I don't work for the Department of Health. Okay, that's that. And I work for a private company, and I work with a team of epidemiologists and physicians. So I'm mostly tracking like when it comes to chronic or infectious diseases, I'm tracking like who this is affecting. I'm tracking the distribution and determinants of these diseases and what's going on. And for that, I'm a bit grateful because I've been 
I, I never forget that this data that I'm touching is real people, but I'm also been kind of insulated because in the early days of the pandemic, we were reaching out to people. Like we were talking to people. I had talked to people who um, like called them on the phone. And I remember one woman had told me she had just gotten the ashes of her mother who had died of it. Like I think like two hours before I had called her. So that was really intense for me, but I will say we're at this point now, there's some things I just cannot penetrate. I, I've been told so many times, oh, well, you know, you listening to the white man's logic and all that. Oh, God. Oh. You know how people well, sometimes I went to get my I went to get my hair done in Harlem. I went to get my hair done in Harlem during the pandemic and I thought I was gonna kill myself listening to that conversation. I swear there was a man and it that yo, I was I was like my chest was in there like dead ass talking about how it gonna turn you into a robot and this I'm looking at him like <laughs> And I'm looking him in his eye, just trying to like look for the truth. Like this nigga believes this. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't. Like you can't even. What do you say to people talking this shit? Like you can't even. It's very hard talking to anti-vax. Like that, that's what I like. It's it's because you don't want to oh, yeah. scare them away, but Ooh. you also don't want to sit there and take their bullshit. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like you have to find a happy medium. Like how do you? I, I, Want you plant the seeds. No, I want to stand away. Get the fuck up my face talking this bullshit. Please. Well, it depends. It depends who it is in your life, right? Like if, if it's like a family member exactly. or something. No, no, that's exactly it. Anti-vaxxers in your family because I was shocked to find I. I do. Listen, Bahamians can be they are very stubborn people, and if it, and if it's good, it's good. But if it's bad, boy, is it bad? And I remember. Getting on the phone, fully prepared to have to go to war with my mommy. I said, oh, this woman could be on some, they could be people in my family talking a bunch of fuck. I went on the phone for war. And my mother's like, nope, everybody, nope, even your cousin Terrence, everybody got vaccinated. And I was like, Americans are, are lost people. I was like, this yeah. all, 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 all of the worst members of my family, all the likely targets, everybody, cross class, cross But that is what David said, That's and what you're saying too, that works together. That is what David just described, of, and what you just described, of people talking to each other, it has to be, of it having to be someone you know. That is the nature of public health, is all of us being like, hey girl, this is something good for you. My grandparents, especially my granddaddy, They've been through war and all kinds. And I remember when the pandemic first started, he said, "What you gonna be scared all your life?" He wasn't, mind you. His granddaughter is an epidemiologist. He wasn't trying to hear none of that. wasn't trying to wear no mask, none of that. But it came down to where I just, I, the, I sat them down and I was like, "Granddaddy, I'm your, I'm your granddaughter. I am your grand. I do this for a living." I, I clock into work every day. I look at this. I see this. I would never steer you wrong. Do you think I would tell you something that would harm you in any way that I would suggest this to you? No. And that got him vaccinated. They got my grandmother vaccinated. She was like, you know, well, Mike, you gotta, we got to look. We got to. If Gabrielle's saying this, then we probably need to check it out. Um, when it comes down to, to even the most staunch people who refuse to, that's going to come down to homeboy at the barbershop being like, well, you know, I went ahead and got the vaccine. I'm fine. You know, you see me in the flesh. Somebody that they trust. Oh, oh, well, you know, my coworker got it and they seem fine. It that's what it takes. Oh, my pastor say he got it. And so he went, he told the church it was cool. So we got it. Like it it really takes that community effort. That is the nature of public health. And we have failed in that regard for a majority, for a lot of reasons, depending on depending on, you know, what party lines and all that kind of stuff. But the problem is public health. It's a pol- I mean, it's a policy. It's a policy choice. The government made a policy mm-hmm. choice, 
they it's not like these things came out of thin air the public narrative on the pandemic had everything to do with what we were being fed yeah. and there was a point in the beginning when because they were still afraid Clean about the themselves you know what i mean when they when they got they, they got terrified for themselves they got serious it was lockdown it was this it was blah 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 blah, blah. but once they started trying to you know feeling like they knew a little bit more once they stopped feeling any personal fear it started to get further out the more it started being not everybody is sick and everybody's panicking and everybody's in the hospital the more it was oh it's disproportionately affecting black people and this this is the next thing you started seeing the change of like all right well fuck it open up the stuff let's make money and that's how it was and i think that's just the truth right we're being dishonest if we pretend america cares about mass death or death or mm-hmm. people or anything like that this is one of the richest nations on earth with all kind of homeless people one of the largest wealth disparities like come on we have like look at it two million people incarcerated this is not a place that gives a flying fuck about people that's I, that's just realty i gotta yeah. admit though like at, at the beginning of the pandemic I, like a part of me thought hey this is finally gonna open people up to the idea of universal health care the they're, they're oh, gonna realize that people need oh, to have <laughs> we're all gonna come together and realize oh this is terrible all the people dying we got we got something about this, and then this like it went the honestly, complete opposite direction. <laughs> honestly, that is a very logical conclusion, but and I'm I'm gonna say this too. I, believe it or not, I feel like you're right. Like that's a very yeah, and somehow I feel like I never saw that be like a talking point for real. Uh, it absolutely was for me. Was I let this go in your space? This in small. my space, it was, and we were trying. Uh, that, to- that didn't make it out, baby girl. That didn't it make did, it. Out. It didn't make it out, but we tried. <laughs> we tried. Because let me tell you something. I may I may make a lot of money, but let me tell you who don't have seventy five thousand bands for a six day on average hospital stay, which is what COVID was giving people. I don't have that, girl. I can't do the medical debt game. So I masked to this very day. To this mm-hmm. day, I will have I will be N ninety five down, vaccine down, whatever, whatever strain you come out with. Because at the end of the day, Americans function as if we had already have universal health care. We we go through life and our everyday life as if. You know, we're going to be straight if anything happened to us. If I twist my knee, I'm not going to the hospital. I would drive myself. If I had a bullet wound, I'd drive myself to avoid that $1,500 ambulance fee. Mm-hmm. The, fact, the the level at which I've, and I've lived through medical debt. My father died of cancer. We've lived with the best insurance in the world, military insurance, American military insurance, and still died in debt. So most, most the, Americans are in medical. Most debt actually in America most is Most debt is American. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. debt. And yet that with with gun violence being being the cause of death for the majority of kids now, we still function with the majority of people who survived these shootings going into uh, medical debt, medical bankruptcy. Um, I think $65,000 or so on average, depending on if you went straight to inpatient or if you went through the emergency room, all that kind of stuff. It's like we function as a society as if we already have the safety nets and I we didn't. don't. I'd never thought about that. That like the people in shootings, mass shootings, they they all get burdened with tons of medical debt. Oh, for, they've for, done the studies on that. Everybody forgets the survivors. Everybody forgets the people who mm. survived this kind of stuff. So barbaric. That's yeah, so cool. And I see it every day. Um, that's the data. That's that's the consequences of data, knowing terrible shit about the world. <laughs> one of one of my mentors has been battling cancer for like more than 10 years he keeps getting a different kind of cancer every time he beats one you know another like for 10 years and the amount of medical debt he is in and like watching somebody it has been surreal to watch somebody literally think one that they are going to die like you know what i mean they 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 think death is inevitable and they are fighting to stay alive but they the whole time of life is being in a constant state of stress about the amount of debt it is putting his family in and not knowing how he's gonna pay for that and that's insane when you think about like that's something when you see that i think 
like I remember, and ob- like my obviously my family is in the Bahamas, but is even worse, right? Like it's even worse. What America's medical, it, it, I can't even tell you in the Bahamas, we don't have that at all. And I remember my Grammy was in the hospital and the doctor came to the door with the bill, like the bill to charge my grandma, you know, my grandmother that is that stage four cancer, jaundice, and they charging her for changing her gown. And you know what I mean? And this is the next thing, or this bill has to be paid or we won't be doing this procedure. And I remember the the, the, the sickness of realizing like, like I remember the, the feeling I felt. I'm like, I can't even think about this. I have to put this in the recesses of my mind because I don't know how to feel about this other than to want to blow up the earth. Like I like this is insane. Like this is, and you realize like people, people lose their life every day, every day people die or people have to make the decision or come to terms with the fact that they're, they're going to die because they can't afford to live. You know what I mean? Like they, they just can't, they can't afford it. They can't, they, they don't have the means for it. And to live in a nation that like prides itself and lords itself over the rest of the world as this superpower and this civilized nation and all the money and all the resources and all that just to be making policy choices to say fuck people because humanity just doesn't matter to know better and to just make decisions that I actually don't care that's some painful shit because the reality is like death is the end right like death is final it don't matter there's nothing that can be said there's nothing you could do about the fact that people are just losing people every day on this earth just because people are greedy in the limited time in the limit when you think about it right in the limited space in the limited time you have to be on this earth and you choose to just hoard like you just want to hoard wealth why like you can't even take it with you but you will you will shorten other people's life you will ruin the quality of people's life just because you feel like you need to have infinite and you need to have excess that's some selfish shit to walk around a place like that and people will say the most depraved shit and they justify it and they defend it and they just make conscious decisions to be intellectually dishonest because that fuels just a a, a system of greed but they're operating in theory, though, Olay. They're operating in theory. I remember in grad school reading an article for a class that talked about this phenomenon that Americans have where some, so when they're, I mean, truly desperate, truly desperate people being willing to um, function on the myth. And it is a myth that if you go to jail, the state will cover your health care. Let me tell you how not true that is. And Olay, you follow me on Twitter. I have talked about this. I've been everywhere talking about this. So my birth mother... Um, gave me away at birth due to her to total strangers. I, I think I say I'm adopted just to kind of keep it cute and save the explanation. But she gave me away to strangers when I was uh, born, um, and she was in and out of jail on her longest and her la- what would be her last prison sentence. She had been in jail for years at that point um, and developed. Um, well, I'll say this: so she had been in she had been in jail. And had developed abdominal pain over uh, just severely, severely increasing over time. Because I think the average time you'll see a doctor in jail, aside from your intake, is about maybe every three to five years. Like they don't, you're not getting screened for anything. And so the Texas Bureau of Prisons was giving her Tylenol for what ended up being stage four metastatic colon cancer. And so rather than treat it in any way, especially something as expensive as cancer, as, as resource intensive as cancer, they gave her what is known as a compassionate release and just sent her home to die. And I remember we as a family, me and my, my four other biological siblings, of course we sued over that over many years and were able to settle. And even then, even on the back end, Medicaid said before you are cut a check or any of you get a check, Medicaid has to be paid back. So there's wow. no escape, girl. Like we, there's no. 
That's that's one of the Jesus biggest propagandas America has perpetuated about its criminal system. That's why I hate when people say like, "Oh, you do the like, uh, you do the crime, you do the time," as though that's the exchange, as though like that's it. Instead, but they take the the vast majority of everybody in the U.S. criminal system is literally underneath the poverty line. Most people pre-arrest make less than twelve thousand dollars annually. But do you know how much money people's uh, incarcerated people's loved ones own in fines and fees from them being in prison? Twenty-seven point six billion fucking dollars. That is how much money they they literally take. They take and they prey on the poorest fucking communities and then they saddle them with fines and make it so they will never fucking escape poverty. It is sick. It's you absolutely sick. It's a war on the poor. God. You will pay, yeah. pay for healthcare in it's prison. It's a straight up war on the poor. Yeah. 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 That's some heartbreaking shit. Yeah, our system is barbaric. It's irredeemable. And there's, I I was, one of the things that I talked about today, it's a video going up tomorrow, is they did like a stupid ass vote to condemn socialism. Uh, Kevin McCarthy was asked about how, you know, oh, well, are you going to look into DirecTV dropping Newsmax? And like all that's happening. And then I saw a headline from Truth out how one in eight children are starving in the United States because the universal free uh, school lunch program that was put in place during the pandemic had expired. And it's like, it got me so enraged because all of this horrible things is going on, unhoused people, children literally starving. And they're like, they're focusing on this dumbass like shit, like a socialism vote. Like it's just, it's, it's not only barbaric. It's like, it's almost a, like a fucking parody. Like it's so cartoonishly cruel. Like you can't even put it into words. By the way, I think over a hundred Democrats voted with Republicans on that against socialism, including Ro Khanna. Yeah. Ro Khanna. Yep. Only about Ro Khanna. Peace and Ruben Gallego running as the progressive against Kirsten Cinema. Also, my favorite one, I, I did a video about this. Hakeem Jeffries did an amazing rousing speech where he talks about how this vote to you know condemn socialism, it's fake, it's phony, it's completely pointless. We know that this is them just hiding their agenda. What does he do? He votes with them. After he making voted, he voted with them. He voted with them after condemning it. Pause right quick. He voted with them. With the Republicans to condemn socialism. Yep. We're gonna cancel him today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, no, I'm just gonna tell you right now. I saw somebody say it earlier in the chat, but I was like, I know what they talking about. I'm going out of my way to get in this. But now that yeah. it's expressed to me, I cannot stand for this bullshit. No, he has to be canceled. This it's segment. like a is it not like a cruel fucking joke? Like this country is a fucking like, cruel joke. It gets on my nerves. Like, and this is this is why, like, anytime anybody talks to me and it's every day someone comments on me to something about politics and i'm like i have no political aspirations because i would be so fucking sick of myself like i'd be so sick of myself like to be to like think about all the shit that's happening in this country like all of the shit that's happening in this country and you've ascended me all the way to this this position to sit in the room with a bunch of glorified fucking fools with all these like in serious titles and this the shit they talking about they doing theoretical shit for intellectual fun and fancy real shit happening you know people dying all over the country people need all kind of shit all kind of shit they doing and they talking about condemning socialism can you can like can you condemn these nuts go do something sensible (laughs) like what what the fuck bro you giving i just like it's just it's just it's unre it's it's unreasonable how unserious it is like oh my god i am from a little island nation and we act more fucking serious than this about productive like this like n- nigga has is nothing is nothing sacred this ain't congress like what 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 like what you can't get up you couldn't get up at fucking walmart in the minute of walmart work meeting talking about less condemned target they'd say get this <laughs> 
fucking down. Like, they wouldn't allow that shit at your regular job. You could not get up and just be like, hey, let's have a vote. I think Hakeem Jeffries, and I met this man before. We took a cute <laughs> picture. We took a cute little selfie. Um, I think by nature of his position that he has ascended to, he has to be um, neutral by nature. This is not a defense of him. I don't defend any of these people. Trigger warning. I hate everybody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to say, you know, by I'm not expecting no kind of, you know, like just movement work from this man. I think this man is in this position to retire. I feel like maybe 10 years from now, he might give the Oval a try. Like he's here just to be here um i think that you know hey it's, it's for him i think it's, it's a hey girls whatever you want to do whatever y'all like if y'all like it i love it from him i don't really get him strongly on any any kind of um issue i think he but he's he, he likes to speechify in politic and i think that that's really all he's here for i don't expect too much from him i know and i mm-hmm. and i mean like and same and i also like i try not to i don't have much to say when it comes to what the what the Democrats and the Republicans are doing on their day to day in in there, just because it feels like, like I feel like if it's like the Game of Thrones, I'm, it's not like how the Game of Thrones is a show and I'm watching and I know what the fuck is going on and what the behind the scenes is and stuff like that to really be able to like saliently conf- like comment strongly like it should be this should be that I don't know what the fuck is the chips going on I don't know what y'all really are about I don't know what the tea is like I don't quite know so I often don't have like I'm like I don't. Whatever, like whatever. I always respect him though for coming out publicly saying, um, on January sixth, he'd have killed absolutely anybody to make sure he was gonna go home. He came out and said that, and he he say he turned to his homeboy and was like, "Listen, I'm been, I'm ready to do whatever." Like, oh, you, know, you mean the uh, the insurrectionist? Like, yeah, I, yeah, insurrectionist. I, I, listen, I was ready to listen. I was ready. I was waiting to see the cable cut. You know the the the, the color strip. <laughs> we apologize for interrupting this program <laughs> <laughs> ah, listen i was so fucking ready for them to, you remember in the um in the, the season opener a lot like when they um when they finally when when the when the um Oh my God! The Night King and the dead, the white, the Night Walkers, whatever, finally made it to to the north in in the last season, and it's just dark. You know what I mean? It goes, like I was fully waiting. I was like, "Hey, America, you 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 got this!" And I went, and when them niggas came out alive, I was like, "Hey, yo, they let white people do anything." Well, it, took, like, it took so it, long. It was too. insane. It what was they just got going away on. With. Yeah, I was like, "Wait." Are they are they friends? Are they letting them inside? What is going? They're yeah, just op- they were, opening yeah, they the gates. What, what is yeah, happening? That was, that was, <laughs> I was yeah. like, what am I seeing right now? <laughs> the fact that like white people couldn't even make trees and look cool like that's the sin. <laughs> oh, I don't care, and I know we said it before. But anytime we do this direction, I that's cannot. Funny. Get over him scaling that fucking wall. Like, you know, you have to find a video of him yeah. like, where they help him up and he drops anyway. Yes, <sighs> please. Like, we have to play that. We have to play that. But it is my thing. You find girl. Post. I'll play. These Mission Impossible ass niggas, they were serious. That wasn't as cool though as trying to climb the wall. They were serious. <laughs> 
they were, they were, I, I never got that. Why were they trying to scale the walls? Like, what were you thinking? Like, so many people trying to scale the walls. A few months ago, I went home to the Bahamas, right? And I'm on the, I'm on the banana boat with my, like, my niece and her little friends. They are like little teenagers, but everybody, everybody taller than me. So I'm thinking, you know, we close enough back to the shore, you know, I know this. I'm like, fuck it. I just, I'm just gonna, you know, jump off, right? Like, I'm gonna stop. Listen to me. The way, the way I was like, like, please, I'm dying. And meanwhile, the like children, my niece and other friends, jump off and they walk to the shop. Like, I'm like, ah, ah. also, David, you wrong. Not everybody got away with it. They definitely um, no, they, uh, Ash no, the black hat. No, Sky. All right, they, they, got, they got all all Coons present. Got it. Yeah, they got they got all the black people that was. Oh, hold on, the longest prison since. Well, let me tell you something. That's what I was just talking today with my best friend. We was just talking about how the price of Coonan is way too high. It's way too high. Like it's not free. It is not free. The price of cooning is steep, nigga. Steep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what fucking upsetting that is, yo. Listen, that's the funniest fucking. Sh- I so love when coons get a taste of their own medicine. Like, hey, yo, you know, you know, in your heart, you and them commit the exact. Same fucking crime. <laughs> <laughs> they charge the rest of these motherfuckers. Oh, now, Olay, we abolitionists now, Olay. Come on now. We abolitionists. Homeboy didn't need to be he got to go sit down for six years. He got to go do a six <laughs> year. Fuck that nigga. Cooning is a criminal sin. Like, Cooning is a fucking sin in my book, son. Like, <laughs> I have no sympathy for that. Like, but yes, play oh, this video. Don- That's my favorite. Donald James, I I get it. I, I just don't know if it's appropriate for me to laugh at this. <laughs> Donald no, James in chat is like, the white guy is still getting I was like, oh no, I know exactly what all of this means. Word, word for word. <laughs> I don't know if I have the, the past. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Y'all get ready. I love this video. This Let me know favorite. if you can hear the sound. I think Yep. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. This is the this is the Zelda meme version of it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, just wonderful. I, I don't know why it's I never so noticed good. it before, but I was watching it and I I got flashbacks to that uh, that scene from what was it, Scary Movie or Scary Movie Two? Where the guy reaches down, he's take like, my take strong my arm. little hand. Yeah, take, take my, my strong arm. <laughs> no, take my little hand. Or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite shit, though. Them climbing, that, them climbing that wall is one of the funny, yo, that was an exceptionally funny day on Black Twitter. Like, you have no, I was laughing, like, scream, laughing in my house, like, crying real tears, like, <laughs> Them on that, listen, them on that fucking wall. <laughs> like, the only yeah. thing funnier is if it was zoomed out and you see the stairs right beside him. And That's he's just like. With the chop and said that if she had led it, she said that shit on Christmas, like two a month and a half ago. She said that if she had led it, it had been armed. So we got that wow. yeah. next right. time. Yep. Wait, who say what? Yep. Marjorie Taylor Green. She said that. She said yep. if she let it, it would have been armed. So we got that to look forward to, girl. Yeah. Let me tell you something. And like this, and this is why you can't have me in charge because yeah. it's me. <laughs> Oh my God! I don't let the chopper sing. What you talking about? Like, like, like what is going on? What are you, what are y'all talking about? Like, 
to be scaling the fucking wall. I'd have been like. <laughs> I was like, I was yelling at the TV and I got popping. <laughs> surprising thing to me was that it it wasn't as armed as i thought it would be like it it turned out that some of them did have weapons and uh, some of them were like in hey. front of stuff. But, like I, i'm kind of surprised they didn't pull anything out like while they were <laughs> jumping in there like that's considering mm-hmm. like these were the people well, that were storming you know and they the thought they were in a marvel movie them. too or or like you My said game of, thrones, game of thrones makes more sense because they were charging the wall <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of added like additional uh, little bits that just really heighten how everything was. Like for example, the people who uh, didn't even know where they were, where some of them thought they were scaling like the White House walls or something. Rubbing doo doo on the walls. They were rubbing oh doo doo on the wall. Why did they do that? Why do people do that? <laughs> like, what are, are you seven years old? Why are you rubbing fucking shit on the walls? What is wrong with you? That's so funny. Dick riding Donald Trump. Like that's so crazy. Yeah. But you. That's so sad. Before. Imagine so I get out my Rubbing fucking bed. Like, what you'll do for people is nuts. Let me tell you, in college, I remember waiting on the line. I had tickets. Obama was coming to my college to talk, and I remember waiting on the line for like two hours or something. And I was literally, yeah, I was like, I don't want to see this nigga that bad. Like, I remember by the time, <laughs> by the time he came, I could not tell you what Obama said because all I was thinking, I was like, this is nigga not Beyonce. I know I'm not out here two hours in this line. You think there's any fucking politician? There's anybody who didn't write thriller or do some craze that I am gonna get get out my bed. Let me get my bag and fucking travel and sh- scale a wall. You you scaling a wall for Donald fucking Trump? Some people traveled across the country like they they came from all states just to do that. Like <laughs> that is like you're a loser. You're a loser. Like no, you like if if I do that, I'm gonna ask them. Like that's just me trying to get put down in an exciting way. Like I clearly decided I no longer want to live no more, and I'm hoping I'm hoping they do it for me so I can go with a bang. Cause ain't no fucking reason for you to keep me on this earth living like that. You have shit to do. Like how do you how do you dick suck for that long? You was you was sucking Donald Trump dick that whole time to travel across the country the whole time. You felt it just as passionately, like. That's crazy, son. No, and he, and, and he oh, wasn't even there. It's like, here, you guys. You I guys will always it. be. Yeah. I will always be so mad that the Secret Service didn't let him go. I know. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine? Because you know, he, you know, he would have been all like, he would have seen himself in these Hollywood movies. He would have been leading the charge, but then right yes. before the gate, he would have stopped and said, "All right, all of you." Sure, he's not getting in trouble or getting his hands dirty. Oh, but he would have been standing out there like acting like he was in a movie. He would have been like with the big arm movements and everything. I'm totally picturing him right. looking at it that way. Well, I'm seeing okay, the background. Uh, yeah. My favorite Donald Trump moment is when he got COVID and they and they got him oh, Yeah. <laughs> Gasping for breath. I almost <laughs> felt bad for him. I, you can see it in his face. He was like, <laughs> he like sat in there and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> not supposed to find this funny. I remember doing a video about it. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like, he was like struggling. That yeah. was so great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was out of here though. They thought he was out of here on that one. That's 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. That's Listen, toxic masculinity. It. Okay, that's toxic masculinity. You shouldn't have to pretend when you're that bad that you're okay. All it's okay to be sick, <laughs> dudes. My dudes, can I just not say this it, to, not, to the not, men? It's okay to be sick and be and be uh, or or be weak or whatever. Like diseases take you over. You know, you don't Listen, have to feel ashamed. Really, the best the best Trump moment without a doubt. It's it'll always be in my head. I. People always post the clip online and it makes me so fucking happy because it's so ridiculous when he pretends he just learned about RBG's death. He goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she goes. He goes. She just died. Wow, I didn't know oh, that. You're yeah. telling me just now for the first <laughs> time. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was like, wait. Oh yeah, that was funny. Hang on. I, I this is my favorite Trump moment. I'll share the screen because I feel like this is by far the greatest tweet of all time. Um, let me. I, you have to get the visual for it too. Otherwise, it's just not. Hang on, I'm trying to pull it up. Okay, okay, let me. Uh, this is just a banger. When he got COVID, by Frank the way, Twitter was disgusting. at its funniest. Nipples protruding in his blue shirt before Congress. Very, very <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> Nipples protruding. <laughs> Nipples protruding. Like I just read it in his like, voice. Nipples protruding. Bro, I'm making both operations, but very, very disrespectful. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, son. Yo, some, it's crazy that don't nobody beat him up. Like me personally, <laughs> I swear to God, if I was in Congress, I was whooping his ass because his pride wouldn't even let him tell nobody. So I was gonna fuck him up. <laughs> like I was gonna make, like, hey, I can't even get threats up though. Uh-uh. They just showed up at your mama house or something over that man. They ride for that man. They ride for that man. One thing about his people, they ride for him. And he got he got some shooters to the left of him. I tell and to the right. Okay. You was in Congress, you wasn't gonna sneak Trump. If you had you was, you was, if you was one of them, if you was you wasn't gonna sneak Trump. If you talk about my nipples are protruding in Congress, very, very disrespectful. <laughs> like, on God, I'm sneaking you. I don't care. <laughs> are you fucking crazy? I'd punch that nigga in the neck. <laughs> John's going on in the background. Oh, like, yeah. That's what makes the clip. That's what makes the clip for me. Like that's just now for the first time. I'll never get over that. That line you're telling oh me that God. now for the first time. <laughs> I just like, no, um, fuck Trigger warning. I hate Ruth Ginsburg. Um, yes. Fuck Ruth Ginsburg. Uh, trigger warning for y'all. For all y'all in the chat. For all y'all multiple channels. Fuck Ruth Ginsburg. And I, and oh, I mean, you know, everything. They all agree. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I you're, love it. Whenever it somebody says it, I just get excited. <laughs> I always tell us, I was like, I don't know about, I don't know who they people are. I gotta be so dumb, put trigger on. I hate her. And I'm telling y'all, she's slow roasting, inhale, listening to Yin Yang Twins on repeat. Fuck <laughs> The fact that she stayed, the fact that she stayed on the bench, she stayed on the bench when she knew she was coming to like the end of her years. While Obama was still like, she could have left. Obama could have put someone else in there. I had like, a, but the fact that she stayed in because she just wanted to stay in until she died. So incredibly oh, selfish. And officiating marriages for rich people during the pandemic with no masks. Do you remember that picture? Cancer. <laughs> yeah, with cancer. Yeah, with cancer. Just insane. completely undermining the entire system. I just realized I muted my my fault. Yeah, y'all are very white people were very late to RBG. If you was actually in law school and read any of them opinions, RBG was progressive when it came to white women shit that had something to do with her. She was talking big fucking shit and everything else. Okay, mm -hmm. so she was the one writing the sunlight um sunset provision or whatever and all the shit in the affirmative action cases. She talked mad shit. Okay, she was. You know, but fun fact, my my friend Shauna is the founder of the notorious RBG movement, wrote the book, um, and all of that. Oh really? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, wild. It was it was one of those people you could never go after though. Like if you went after um if you went after RPG, people would get really mad because it was like, but she's like she's uh, such a, a consummate uh, feminist icon, and she's like she's laid down the groundwork and stuff like that. Like I, I would get a lot of pushback if I ever said anything like you know online at first, and then slowly more and more people started being. That's the peril of the white Twitter. You could say all that you ain't coming. What you talking about? When she died, it wasn't even safe on Black Twitter. Even my <laughs> my friend family was like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't age well. You know, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. She was, I remember she was like talking shit in one interview about Colin Kaepernick. Like they asked her about it. And she, oh, he's an oh, idiot. It's like, you're a Supreme Court justice. He's exercising his First Amendment, right? And you're calling him an idiot or something? Like I'm also, paraphrasing what you said. Like, also, ego on her. Well, they their feud goes her. back to their college days when they play hoops together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you said Colin Kaepernick, right? That's bad. That's football. I don't even know sports, man. I'm no, done. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> you were so close. The ego on these people is insane because there's many fucking people that are in this country. And for you to truly believe that there's nobody fucking else in the United States of America that could do your job, that you need to fucking die on the bench to the whole country's inconvenience because you just can't fucking retire. Like, who the fuck do you think you is? Like, how did you mm -hmm. get to think your opinion is that goddamn important? That was some fucking selfish shit. And you got everybody kissing the ring, girl. Like you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, what else do you need? Like, what? What do you? What else? When is enough enough for the ego? What do you need? You are at the end of your life, girl. You can call this shit a job well done. You beat capitalism. You beat sexism, bad girl, to the best of your ability, girl. You are. You have done it, girl. So now, what else do you need? What else do you need? Right. I mean, and these people are millionaires. Like, Diane Feinstein is married to a billionaire, and she still won't actually say whether or not she's going to step down. Like, she said that, oh, well, I'll, I'll announce what I'm going to do when it comes to re-election in 2024 in 2024. It's like, you're a thousand years old, and you have millions of dollars. How do you not just, like, fuck off forever on some private island on your yacht? I, I just, I genuinely don't understand these people. Feinstein has has I mean I think she has dementia right like she she's completely oh, true yeah so like there's been multiple there's, there's been countless stories about like from Democratic 
other Democratic senators leaking this, these stories to the press about how they'll have a conversation with her and she will literally forget like five minutes later that a topic that she just brought up. Like, mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll have these repeat conversations with her. And she's been this way for like five years. And yeah. so that type of shit, I'm not trying to hear that, David. I'm gonna tell you why that type of shit, all that we leaking this shit to the press and whatnot, bitch. That is your colleague. You the one in position. You leaking to the press for what? You the one in position to make some shit happen and make some yeah, shit. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, because in real life, they're not there. None of them people are there to do anything. This is this is establishment. There's this part is there. They're there for, for, for money, power, and ego. They have a system all about all ass white people have been there for the longest and having that shit. Clearly, they've decided that's a spot. So the people who leak in the stories, clearly they do not have the, you know what I mean? It's going to be they're some kind of... The ba- they're afraid of any backlash on them exactly. for being ageist or something when it's... No, it's about like, should the senator be a senator when you can't even function as a yeah. person? Like, it, yeah. it, it's... Yeah. If you bad enough to be in Congress, I feel like what you scared of the backlash. Baby, come whoop my ass. I'm Congress. Like, what are you talking no, they about? Be, no, they be scary. I work. I like I whenever I talk to, you know, through teams, whatever, and da 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 and helping them, they be scary. Like they be very scary of anything. Like they want they only want to do things that they think only hundred and ninety percent of people are gonna yeah. feel in favor with. The way mm-hmm. they are separate, bro, it's crazy. Like that's why they live in Fabian ratioed and shit. Like, think about that. Like they got real shit and real problems down here, like that's the kind of stuff they they scary. They're pussy. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah. It, it, in, but in reality, I think if a lot of them like did speak up, I think it would help them politically. Yet yeah, they're so afraid of, of even taking that slight risk that they won't take any of those risks. But if you know, I don't know, if, if Katie Katie Porter, who's running for for Senate now and going to be running against Feinstein, if if she came out and was like, I don't think Feinstein is is fit for office, I think it would help her in California. I think people in California are like, this is someone who's speaking the truth. Yeah, we like, oh, she's divulging this information. Katie Porter has a good, you know, record in terms of uh, her her time in Congress fighting against massive corporations and and greedy people. Like that, she, she she has built up that 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 support base already. That that wouldn't be you know politics. spilling some information on Feinstein. I don't think it's gonna hurt her. I agree with the public, but what happens is, I believe again, back to the whole original. We don't know the Game of Thrones that we can't see. Whoever it is with the people with the power with the money who don't will not appreciate that you did that are gonna go find something else to go use against you. But clearly, there's other things, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Other concerns that it, it ain't gonna just be they make that move and they get whatever positive come, then they're left alone. Like them niggas will retaliate against them. Like yeah. you've seen it, like we don't see the Democrats the way they the Democrats do it much more, you know, sneaky and quietly than like the Republicans did it with like Madison Cawthorn. But you saw when that nigga stepped out of line, how quickly they got him together. Clearly there are other consequences to speaking against what is the desired position of the people you, you know, you work underneath, you know? So that's probably what the T is. I imagine they get, they get people to fall in line. Like the democratic establishment has a hold over their members that the GOP establishment just does not. Like we saw how AOC, her first day in office, she was in Nancy Pelosi's office leading a sit-in with um, uh, climate protesters. And now like she'll maybe like hint that leadership is failing, but she just, she just goes along with it. So, like, she whatever. All right, said it. She definitely, you, you absolutely. People have peeped that, Mike. That she, mm-hmm. they definitely got her falling in line. Yeah. In the very beginning, she was coming out. Hey, girls, I'm here to shake shit up. I'm out here for the people. Pull up if you want it. You bitches can't hold me. Like all that shit is over with. <laughs> yeah. I like. I don't. I don't know what it is. Like I, I refuse to believe that it's. 
committee assignments or, you know, moving up the ladder in the Democratic Party. Like there's something like they have a hold on these people and they are scared lot, shitless of Democrats. a lot of them get in this mindset where they think there'll be retaliation and there will be. Yeah, and, yeah, and, true. And, and, and they think it's it's better that I that I'm in here and try to work the strings, try to work the system how I can, as opposed to me being out of here and being replaced by somebody who is bad faith, you know, completely. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the calculation that that they make. For and in some cases that they you know maybe right to make that case. I mean the the amount of um money that that the Democratic Party establishment has access to that could you know throw at people like AOC in a primary challenge or whoever else. I mean they they got a bottomless pit. So I think they're just afraid of of that retaliation and being replaced by somebody who in their mind and probably correctly so is even worse than them. You apparently, and this is what I've heard from like politicians that I've interviewed who don't work in politics anymore, is you get really used to and told frequently uh, about what's realistic versus like what you're aiming or trying to do and trying to play within that framework. And, and that just gets reinforced a lot. So people just get into this pattern where it's like, well, uh, you have lofty goals. You just, uh, the Green New Deal sounds awesome. You know, you can do a lot of great things with it. But realistically, what we're going to have to do is broker something where we make both the oil and energy companies uh, satisfied because after all, we need their oil and energy. So you, we'll have and to play some. A lot of Democrats some, you know? play those incrementalism games, GOP yeah. going issue by issue. Saying, yeah. hey, this is what I yeah. want. I ain't budging on it. We're so going we full fascist over here. Right. We all <laughs> yeah. so fall in line over this. And I want to know $50 for a Raheem cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only at the cap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the detriment of the Democratic Party. It goes back to what we were saying earlier. We just want, to put it you know, super simply, we, we we both parties just want different things and operate differently to get it. If it comes down, oh, look at Ricky. Y'all see the cat? Hold on, that's a male. <laughs> I know he's a free show. <laughs> he's a big kitty. I know, right? He's a man coin, you see? Oh, he is? Okay, I mine is too. He loves me and he like you see how my cat is be a part of my foolishness, right? Blink twice if it's if you need us to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. He's just so chill. Right, he is. On that uh, on that point though, about you know these progressives or, or the democratic party like the, it's it's really leadership right the, the, i think there are people like cory bush uh like aoc that that do like ilhan omar that that do actually want to get things done and accomplished and they actually do want to help people but there's like a handful of them and they're up against the entire system and the, the mm -hmm. reality is they need to grow their numbers to actually within that system do anything so th there's you know you can make a stink and you know uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure there is more strategy-wise that they can do in terms of using their platform, using the, the bullet pulpit to actually go after some leadership and, and, and try and challenge them more. But the, the reality is they can't get anything done with the numbers they have. So that's the mm -hmm. system that they're playing in. So they're either going to be politicians or be activists on the outside. And I guess they figure that they have a, a better chance of getting something pushed maybe in the right direction maybe maybe moving the conversation a little bit in in some way when they're uh within those walls as opposed to being outside of them
And Democrats can always fall back on fear mongering, especially Biden, because that's that's probably going to be his strategy for 2024 is vote for me or the Trump monster will get you and he's going to come in yep. your closet and, and, mm-hmm. and, and take the kids and all this other bullshit. So yep. Biden doesn't have he, he didn't have to have a strategy the last round. He don't have to have a strategy this round because all they have to do is consolidate power. He knows this. All yeah. they have to do is consolidate the power round because if you don't vote for me. Oh, girl, they're coming for everything. They're coming for your rights. They're coming for your job. They're coming for you, uh, for your kids. They're coming for your Social Security. They're coming for your student loans, girl. They're coming for all that. So Biden is able to renege on mm-hmm. everything he's ever promised, especially them HBCU student loan forgiveness. No, fuck that. Remember the fucking stipend? Y'all remember when he told us, hold on, how much money it was? He told us he was going to get it. $1,000, baby. So when he started fucking doing math, I'm, oh, I'm so mad about that shit. I'm on Biden. <laughs> then he started, started doing loans. math. I'm on Biden. <laughs> that was the first thing I was mad about, Yo, I was heated about that when it when oh my god when him and Kamala turned into fucking mathematicians over that goddamn money I was like this how y'all starting off just the foot that y'all want to start off I'm talking about we already gave you six hundred dollars I beat your ass that money? was so That's fucked it, up it's, it's terrible politics it's just absolutely garbage politics like it's, yeah. it's so it was such a stupid move talking about giving americans two thousand dollars per month that was that was the tip she was on in the beginning and that's then just what that's what they did in canada just left bernard to to sink or swim once she got that vp nom and it's just it just don't like ain't nothing sinking up ain't nothing it's just but but it doesn't have to it doesn't mm-hmm. have to because everybody already scared Democrats are already scared. The base is already scared, and they just want things to go back to normal. So it don't. It, you'll hear you'll hear older black people, especially, be like, "Well, he trying his best." That's my grandmother. He trying his best, and he doing. He got to work within the system and whatnot, and all that shit. People ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really frustrating because it feels like there's like it. Things have gotten so bad that like even incrementalism feels like almost unrealistic at this point like i remember before like the incrementalism it's like i mean look like we're we're facing a climate catastrophe like we don't have time for incrementalism and like to see the incrementalism over the course of the last two years it felt like wow i I missed the days when i was complaining about incrementalism because that's how bad things have gotten like the whole build back better discussions uh going down to just like the uh, inflation reduction act i just like we're, we're like not even getting crumbs anymore like you know how they throw out crumbs to the working class and that kind of keep you satisfied like you don't even get crumbs anymore it's just fuck you what are you gonna do revolt because we saw in 2020 like, millions of people marching across the country and we didn't do jack fucking shit and you're not doing anything like it was a global movement and we didn't yeah. do shit and you're not you you don't care what the fuck are you gonna do so they know that like we're not going to be like the French and like burn shit down ultimately. And even if we do, they're like, oh, well, you know, it just there's there's no it just feels like we're trapped. I hate it. Hey, let me say this, though. Uh, trigger warning. Fuck the French. I was just in France two weeks ago. I want to know. It sounds like there's a story. <laughs> um, I've been to your country. I got nothing but good things to say about Canada. I had the best time of my life up there in Vancouver. But then French. Yeah, that's uh, where, that's where I live. They could go. They can go. I'm gonna come back up there and fuck with y'all on the one time. But um, <laughs> as far as the French, the, the the this this this, I, I hate this from white liberals too. I'm sorry because it's like you talking about. Oh, we gotta be more like the French. Uh, and this this is the mantra that we really hear on social media. Like, oh, look at the French. They doing this and whatnot. All this in the third. Yeah, you know, somebody stuff they told the French gonna on um, ride or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, what the fuck? Like. 
you what the fuck you think our black asses are out there doing girl like what do you say? you think that's not so how, how is that not equivalent how is our black asses in the streets every other week especially in 2020 not equivalent to what the french were doing i, I was out there in 2016 in baton rouge during the alton sterling uprising police was snatching and grabbing people they got came and got deray all that shit. like how is that not equivalent we have a a long ass history of protesting in this country but somehow it's not it's it, it that that gets forgotten immediately when we see other countries fighting or really other european or other white countries fighting they rise mm-hmm. that history is diminished mind you when black people protest everybody comes up everybody comes up everybody is benefited when black people protest because when we fighting for rights every minority group comes up women come up everybody benefits when we protest but somehow that is not seen as as admirable in the u.s that is not seen as something that's that's a badge of honor to our history in the way that it is France. So fuck France. Um, fuck all y'all over there. True one to the chat. Fuck France. Yeah, that, that, that's such a great point because like, yeah, I mean, you know what I think it is, is that in the United in States, unions. that's that's the difference. Yeah, there's unions and they're just like the politicians are not afraid of the people, whereas perhaps in these other countries, um, that is the case. But like they just like they don't care. Like you would think that if there was ever going to be action, 2020 would have been it like it didn't matter if we had a republican president like in a functioning democracy if you see millions of people out in the streets and other movements like around the globe being catalyzed from this one in uh, you know uh, instance uh, with george floyd you would think okay this is going to be it but like i think that that really proved that democracy is fundamentally <laughs> broken <laughs> Because <laughs> y'all, y'all seem confused by young people. Like, <laughs> that is racism. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's this deep dive. <laughs> the is that people over there were white. <laughs> okay. Over here, it's white man. What David said when he mentioned the unions, that's what it is, Mike. They don't give a fuck about them people. They can wait out, they yeah. can wait people out as long as they need to, girl. Y'all just gonna get tired, go home, get a ham sandwich, and forget yeah. about it in a minute. All right. What David said is more pertinent. They have mm-hmm. union power. And mm-hmm. we used to have that the Democrats have long ago abandoned the, the unions as a as a as a, a, a stronghold of the base. In fact, when, the when they do that, Gabby, when <laughs> and, and, and when that happened, when they start when they this, decide. When they start abandoning them unions, huh? The Democrats got in there during uh, integration. Uh-huh. When they decided, hey girls, the white man decided, the poor white man decided, hey girls, you know, we part of these unions because the South really did used to be a union stronghold. The, the mm-hmm. American South was a union the South. stronghold. The South was yeah. a union stronghold. The South used to be a union stronghold. But when integration happened, they said, hey, girl, I know you see these black people over here trying to get the same opportunity, trying to get the same rights as you. You want to work alongside them? You want them making the, you want these black folks making the same money as you? Is that what you really want? You want them integrating at the schools with your kids? That's what you, that's what you really want out here? Mm-hmm. That. That's right, my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I just realized it's 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 ten forty. I guess Nina Turner is not 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 coming. Oh well, sorry. I gotta check. Okay, wait. Let me check the email. Oh, I I totally should have oh, opened also, this. Okay, okay so, so hey, wait, 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 wait. One second. I gotta say this. Uh, Senator Turner needs to reschedule. She apologizes. Uh, she has a uh, scheduling cancellation. Uh, they um we will reschedule for another episode. Stay on their asses, uh, Senator Turner. Stay on their asses. That's fine. I have things to plug. 
Uh, my new op pad for Team Vogue dropped today. It is. Let me take, hold on. Let me take off my hat. I don't know. I know. saw that, Ole. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. I read That's it. awesome. You got to read it. Uh, Black Ops uh, Snow Cops. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and it's about. Oh, I really want to read it. Yeah. That. It's, it's uh, you know, Tyree Nichols, the the five Black Cops, and you know, institutional racism, yada yada yada. I get my bars off. I think it's one of it's one of my best. So y'all should read that. I put the link. Oh, let me. I put the link. Here we go. Top. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up. And my other I'll plug I need to plug because it's fucking great. Y'all need to check out the podcast, Unreformed, the story of the Alabama Institute, uh, Industrial School for Negro Children. And it's about this school where they were basically locking up in like horrifying conditions. It, it's riveting. Josie Duffy Rice podcast. Y'all really need to check that out. Hmm. Unreformed. So those are I'll my link to this uh, article in the chat. Yes. My op-ed. Very cool. That's amazing. Cool. So should we do a uh, cancel uncancel? Yes, for canceling the team, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm down for that. somebody you want to cancel? Say so what? Do you know somebody you want to cancel? Uh, yeah, I know you said cancel uncancel. Um, I fuck all that. I got two people I want to cancel. Ain't nobody getting uncancelled. If you cancel, then you probably deserve <laughs> it, and that includes Chrisette Michelle, baby girl. You know, I know you're trying to come back. I know you're trying to come back, girl. I know you're trying to do what you can. It ain't gonna be no more Aston Martin music, girl. You're gonna be down there at the fucking church selling fish plates for the concerts, girl. And you did that shit. You we had the opposite shit. conversation last time. Yeah. yeah. You, you she was doing. Her on episode five. We're back about it again, bro. She knew what she was doing, girl. You knew what she was doing. You went down there singing for that white man. You knew what she was doing, girl. You exactly where you're supposed to be. So God bless you. And I'll buy a fish plate or two. You can always come down to my grandmama's house and get and get a plate of food with some girl, but it's not happening. It's not giving. Um, <laughs> I'm not canceling nobody, but I got two people I want to cancel. First up, LeBron. LeBron, we see it, baby girl. We see it. Yeah. I see yeah. you, brother. I yeah. see you. I see you using that Sharpie to color in your hairline so you can appe appeal to 20-year-old white women um, behind your wife back, girl. We see it. We know about you, girl. We see you on the TL um, uh, anytime there's civil unrest in the black community. We out here fighting for our rights and whatnot, and we see you doing a quick photo op, not getting past the first five pages of Michael Max's autobiography, girl. We've seen the pictures. We know about you, girl. We see you out here um, trying to play like you don't know um, all this nonsense, like support black men who's shooting unarmed black women and whatnot, promoting Tory Lanez's music oh, but yeah. not five singles and shit. Um, playing like that's just your favorite artist in the world next to Michael Jackson, girl. Bumping Didn't him. know no words. Didn't know no words. Play that shit during the trial. We see you, baby girl. We see you and we hate it. We see you for who you are, baby girl. One thing about it, if you got past page 10 of that fucking book, then you would have known that Malcolm X was the first one to say, where in the white community do you see singers being leaders? Do you see athletes being leaders? Do you see trumpet players being leaders? These are not leaders. These are clowns. You are a clown, baby girl. You are a clown. And we see it, girl. We see it. And we see it and we hate it. And all it took for you, it, it, this, this need of you as a multi-billionaire to want to appeal to the layman, especially the black man, the lay who will never see the amount of wealth that you have accumulated, is sickening, girl, but it speaks to your narcissism. Like, every time something happens, you want to pop out. So it only took you one call from Daddy Obama to get your ass back in line when they were doing mm. the labor strike, baby. Mm. See you. Yeah. Oh, so true. You know what's hilarious about this monologue, right? About an hour ago, I let y'all know that this bitch is a villain on Black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know why? I see, I see. I see people in the chat are like, "Why is she talking about the goat? What's going on?" <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? What the what the fuck is it? Yeah. 
Um, we see it and we hate it. Fix up that hairline, clean it up, sis, because we're not impressed. Um, the second person I want to cancel. Now nah, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, trigger warning. I don't really have. I don't really feel no way about this white man. Trigger warning. I love his wife though. Trigger warning. His mother-in-law <laughs> need to have done better with her though. Like just trigger warning for all that. Cancel Prince Harry, but cancel Prince oh, Harry. Yes, yes, yeah, I agree. Yes, I'm so on board with Prince this one. Harry. Because, baby girl, I'm hearing about the book. I'm seeing the clips. Um, I know you're trying to have... And this is the thing. I want him to just be able to go somewhere in life and just be herald. Like, that's what I want for him. So I want to cancel Prince Harry as the institution. Baby, we see you too. We see you in this book that you know is messy. This is a this is a gossip rag, girl. This is not... I know, And I know you're trying to coat... What he's trying to do is coat his hatred and his resentment of his family and the institution that he was born into into a deep profound moment but baby girl you in that book talking about how much you miss killing people um 25 people 25 people in afghanistan people should remember that that's no 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 good talking about uh your brother never loved you and didn't want to hug you and whatnot you talking about you would still be at the institution if they hadn't treated your wife like that baby girl we remember careful everybody who gave a fuck so first of all we don't have that power. I didn't know. <laughs> Everybody who gives too much fuck about this, like, give me a fuck. These niggas are like, it's actually insane. These are literally the the the, the fucking literal kings and queens of fucking colonizing, right? Like, they are still currently sitting on the riches of all the fucking countries they have pillaged. As someone from the Commonwealth of the Bahamas, these motherfucking colonized they don't give a fuck. And quite frankly. Let me say this, and, and you know, people don't like this or whatever, and yada, yada. And I don't say that. One thing about me is let people have their things. You, if you want to be a fucking loser watching these fucking people get married and whatever and all this, yada, yada, fucking have at it. I'm not going to hate on nobody. Do your shit. I don't say nothing but Megan, although I will say, oh, and I'm going to find it and put it in the chat for people I found this. Um, there's this video that tells you a whole fucking lot about the backstory on like how Megan landed Harry that. Really don't paint her in a favorable light. I'm glad Paris Morgan has not gotten a hold of a child. I'm going to put it in the chat. It is some riveting shit. I'm not going to get into it. But anyway, I'm going to say this. At the end of the day, why do we, we can't, none of us can relate to these motherfuckers. Megan is a woman who tells you that she, despite her mother being black, she ain't fucking know she was black, identify as a black woman up until they started treating her like a nigga. And she was like, oh, excuse me. This is crazy. Like, um, she's very much so. These are monarchs. These are colonizers. These are not the picture of fucking progression. What are we talking about? You're totally fine. Yes, being in this fucking institution on everybody's back that is literally built on subjugating other. And now we acting like you play every girl, baby girl. Everybody is walking through. Everybody black on earth is walking through some bullshit. That's how I know you ain't been black before today because every fucking body is dealing with a whole and, bunch of and, racism, and indigenous racism. too. By the way, indigenous exactly. indigenous. Twitter and black Twitter when the queen died like because I am really deep into indigenous Twitter they were going off and everyone was getting so mad so mad at it everyone was like how could you say that she's the good queen blah 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 I know I had many of my real fucking queen video listen but that's my thing everybody all like so up in arms like hand me out 
I don't believe at the end of the day, people are real people and they have every right to feel however they feel about what the fuck they are going through in their life. Harry and Meghan have every reason to feel however in their life, they are the main characters and people are mistreating them within their orbit. Within their orbit, they are the most mistreated in their fucking orbit. In the real fucking world, yeah. these fucking niggas are monarchs. Like, are y'all fucking serious? Who gives a flying fuck no 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 don't cancel harry don't cancel megan cancel all the motherfuckers that keep talking about these yes, regular second people. second monarchs cancel the monarchy yes cancel the monarchy yes let's fuck do it away. especially Please. especially american media that has yeah. no reason at all to give a shit like it's just so, like why are americans talking yeah. about we at least are <laughs> under the power of the king okay we are a colony <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, our hey, king too. Hey, oh my god! Everybody's running around the clock coverage, and I don't understand. Listen, baby girl, we know you was at Tyler Perry house trying on them dresses, uh, trying on them Medea wigs, and so we know you was out there letting the baby play with the Medea wigs and whatnot at Tyler Perry house, and that's fine. That's fine. But at the same time, sweetheart, even in that book, in no reviews of that book, and no interviews you are doing, you have not come to terms with the fact that your family, you can't help where you are born. You cannot help what family you're born into. God knows I couldn't. But you have not come to, to the true conclusion that your family destroyed a third of the world, girl. Your family, you're directly destroyed the world. You colonized a third of the world. People still, people die because of the will of your grandmother, darling. And you still uphold, you still refuse to truly speak out against your brother because all this petty shit about him being bald-headed and ugly, that is not coming at the monarchy. That's you and your brother and that petty shit and you and your daddy, your, uh, your cheat-ass daddy and whatnot. That's all this shit is. That's, that's all it is. You're not coming at the monarchy. You don't care mm. about the institution and what it represents. The fact that you are taking... I remember he even said in the book, and don't get me wrong, I did not pay for this. I'm not giving that white man in my American money to, to read about this nonsense. No, girl. That shit is floating around all over the place in PDS. Even in the book, he says that only I think uh, 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 the, it would be a, the cost of a pint um, for what the for what the British taxpayer is giving to the monarch. Baby girl, baby girl, the taxes of your brethren in your home country pay for you to be bitching and moaning about all this shit. The cottage wasn't big enough for you. The babies didn't have as much security as you wanted. Baby girl. And apparently they're racist. It's, uh, can you believe it? The monarchy is racist. What a surprise. Oh my. The juxtaposition between make-believe, like, because we live in the modern world, right, and we see all this stuff, that's so easy to paint them, like, oh, this, oh, like, that's why, like, that's PR and branding, the symbolic figurehead. Figurehead, what the fuck are you talking about? These niggas are still sitting on wealth they still have it did they give it back are they Absolutely. not so you talking about oh we get this much of the taxes nigga are you collecting taxes from a whole nation like oh like bro on what are you talking of, about on, on top What's of which like, like bro i have watched i am positive i am positive that Harry ain't never seen a motherfucking Medea movie in his fucking life. But because you was who you is, you somehow could just stroll into America and now you and Tyler Perry's boys. Nigga, I've seen every film and every show he put out. You don't know me. No, because you royal. Like, you royal. Stop talking to me. Like, you're fucking pains and my pains. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I have five siblings. We have all kind of drama and shit. Who cares? You and your brother have beef. You and your this. I'm so tired of this. Like, it, it, it's very Batman shit. Like, I have one problem. I had all my parents, my mom, like, bro, uh, lots of people, niggas die every day, B. You gonna be all right. Like, everybody, everybody lose people all the time, but somehow you get, we all as a fucking world, as a world, as, as a world, yeah, a that's, world, the, that's the other world, thing. We're gonna collectively keep talking about, I don't give a fuck 
what your mama, your grammy, your auntie, your uncle, your child, your wife, your sister, any of y'all have going on. Shut the fuck up and go deal with that at home, you bitch made ass nigga. If you had real problems, you would not be whining about, like, think about this. Think about what's going on in the world. That is a reflection of the fact that y'all are a monarch. Your biggest mm -hmm. problems in life, your biggest problems in life is your mom, your grammy, and your uncle and your brother don't like your wife. Is that revolutionary, nigga? Is it revolutionary? Yes, that was the that was the part of the story I never understood. I never I never got it. Did you, were you in a room with them and going around cosplaying poor as if you was absolutely destitute when he say he had nowhere to live, we had no money, we can't get no job. He say in the book, oh, but we had we had the money, the the 15, 10, 15 million dollars that my mama Diana left me, but we couldn't touch that. That was for the kids. Baby girl. Baby girl. These is not I, listen. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm 30 years old. I got black problems. All right. Now I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm coming at this from a different way. You are a white man. You are a rich white man. You your wife is a multimillionaire. I think she's making fifty thousand dollars an episode on Suits, which I guess in his mind in that book, Suits was the biggest show ever in the world. Apparently, everybody on his flight to Botswana has seen the show. I ain't never seen a one. No one has ever watched a USA Network original. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just science. I'm sorry. It's just science. All right, we I, have the data. I watched. I watched Suits before I went to law school. I like you, a lawyer. And the entire premise upset my fucking spirit. And I was like, I, I, I can't be a part of this. And I, I remember the funny thing is on Suits, they had us off. Like her daddy, the, the daddy is black. And I remember being so confused. Like, but that's what they trying to say. And I Google it. I'm like, huh. Oh, allegedly, this is the tea. But that's my thing. Like suddenly, bro, we got to we gotta, we gotta revote. We got to do something about the one drop rule. We gotta oh, do something it, about it. Like, it, it blew my gotta, mind when that news was coming out because I was thinking, like, I, as soon as I found that out, I was like, I obviously pictured a scenario oh. where he's sitting down and someone's like, well, like how, how black is the child going to be? You know, can we, can we find that? Can we, can we no, truly? Like, that's what I pictured. I'm like, that's obviously, obviously, someone, that's what's happening. <laughs> someone asked for the premise of suits. Okay, so this is the premise of suits. There is a white boy that is in college and he is a genius that's how they made him out to be he goes to like a regular college and then he just he gets into he um just had applied to transfer to like harvard because he's brilliant and he gets in but he had been running a little business to pay for school because you know they're like a downtrodden broke white boy narrative right so he'd been like um taking the lsat for people just for fun they were like he was just taking the lsat for other people and just scoring down high um and so then they get they find out he's doing that and then they kick him out of school and so that Oh, ruins his dreams. Now he's nobody. He's nothing. Genius white boy. What he could have been. Ah. Then one day, then then one day he's in a he's in a building going to like some other interview, and he like wanders into uh, the room, and he meets his name ain't Harvey Dent. His name is like Harvey Harvey is, uh, Harvey Dent is the next one. I think his name is Harvey though, something like that. Anyway, fine fine blonde white man meets him, and he's a lawyer, and he's just fucking you know brilliant. He just has super memory he sees everything that's how it is he sees everything and now he's a lawyer so this white man this big established prestigious lawyer that is a partner in a law firm decides that to risk his law license and incarceration and criminal charges to pretend that this white boy is a lawyer they're gonna they're gonna just go this lie that he went to harvard that he is a lawyer they're gonna hire him at this firm give him this big job and now they are hiding his identity identity. And then uh Megan Markle's character 
is the damn paralegal at the firm that he's in love with that, you know, takes the low side, then she she do bad, then she do it again, then she goes, and then she in a relationship with him. That's it. That's what it's about. Um, the dreams of the downtrodden white boy who's now pretending to be an attorney. Yes. That, that's like a show I will never mm -hmm. watch. Yeah, it was okay, but I, I don't I don't care enough to watch. I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say cancel Prince here, baby girl. You, it's time to go to therapy. It's time to talk to somebody. Recipes to your mama for real because she was the baddest. But at the same time, you know, she was putting up with that bullshit too. We gotta just it's time to tell the truth about yourself, baby girl. It's time to tell the truth about all this shit. Now, one thing I will say in his defense, until you have had people, and this goes back to my TL Terrace days, until you have people try to tell you try to form the narrative of your life and you feeling as though you don't have any control of it. I can sympathize with that. But at the same time, it, there comes a point, especially in, 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 as he's describing these things, even in that documentary on Netflix, he's describing these things as where like, um, well, they, they didn't, you know, she, she wore the same color dresses, Kate, and I wanted to issue a retraction um, in the news and they wouldn't let me, baby girl, you got to pick me mm. up. You got to pick your battles. If that's if the worst thing that is happening to you that day is that somebody said something about your, what your dame was wearing uh, at the Wimbledon or something like that, that's the worst thing happening to you Wimbledon. when you're trying to contact the press to get that shit retracted. It's time to go to therapy, sweetheart. It's time. It's time. I, to hey, I don't it's like so how tone deaf. I think it's, I don't just, let me be clear. I don't like, especially dislike Harry. Like, obviously, within their situation, if I cared about the whole dynamic, obviously, they would be the ones who would give a fuck about, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't dislike Harry, all things considered. I just don't give a fuck about them. Um, that being said, I just don't, why do we always perpetrate and like, because they decide they're not going to give up their royal titles, um, they're going to leave the kingdom. Not a not a homeless. Like I don't know why we keep talking about it. Like you know, Taliban. <laughs> like, like what the fuck are you talking about? These is rich. Like why are you talking? Went, like I don't want to. They went to they another, another mansion. They flew yeah, to a mansion in Victoria. Yeah, they were just like, living in Canada in another mansion. They they went from one mansion to a Canadian. I gotta mansion. say, That's I am it. I am over. <laughs> I am over Harry and this discussion. I fucking I, I can't stand these people. I don't care about them at all. I think we spent too much time talking okay. about this this asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. David, yes, I and I, I know I mm, I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I gonna obsession. So I guess we're not gonna uncancel this week. We're just well, gonna cancel. I'm, I'm I'm gonna abstain on the LeBron one because I, uh, this doesn't feel like a conversation <laughs> in which oh, yeah, I, 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 I don't even I don't even own up for LeBron. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Because so, I, I learned a lot, I, I I've done a lot of learning. Um, monarchy definitely canceled. Yes, yeah, yeah. Was, if it wasn't and already. all people, and also all you know, I'm a lawyer. I got to be clear. Cancel the British monarchy and those who have since removed themselves from the British monarchy, but one stemmed from such. <laughs> like so, we make sure we're inclusive. Make sure we get everybody. I didn't want to. I didn't want it to be no strays. Make sure everybody catches it. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I will say a. I don't want to get into this conversation now because because it's late. Me, I think me and Bender are on the East Coast here. Actually, a lot of you on the East Coast, but I could tell me and Bender are tired. <laughs> get off. But um, I I was going I was going to uncancel Mr. Beast, but that's that could be a different conversation. <laughs> yo yo oh, oh whoa, yeah, yeah. Whoa. I, was, I was the bad guy I, I, of the internet on Tuesday. Okay, you could have had all the content. Why are you bringing this up with that? It's eleven o'clock next week. We can talk about next week. Next week. 
I would like to share his video, explain his response to that because it was his tweet. He was not. He had no problem with Doctor. You should uncancel me, David. I was canceled over that. I was canceled over that. I was the bad guy of the internet on Tuesday. Okay, it was a rough. It was a rough time. Let me get that for for y'all for the chat. Hold on for Alex's response. I got a cake for my boy right quick. Let me just do it. Are you doing your your Colin show? Uh, I know I'm I'm sick. Remember, I don't feel like it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was, I I was promoting it on Twitter. I, I've been living a lie. I can't let anybody who doesn't like me um be able to try to pretend they like it better without me. I'll never miss a show. It'll never happen. You'll never get the fucking satisfaction. <laughs> like, I'm here. I'm in the hospital. That's the link to Alex. LOL overruled. Um, explaining himself. So he was never. I have no problem with Mr. Beast, Dave, Dr. Beast, Web, whatever you name. But that's my boy. So I had to mm, grab yeah, my yeah. Like, I'm going to tell y'all, thank y'all for having me on, though. I had a good time with y'all. Y'all the realest. Uh, Lance Hole Canada down. Um, David, too. It, it was real cool. It was real cool meeting y'all. It really was. Also yeah, Canadian. Yeah. Thanks for coming coming on. I love it. All right. Also, I put I put all of Canada on Lance back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll share the weight. Someone said you're too high. Admit it. That's crazy. What you mean? I'm. There's no such thing. Like, Actually, that's not too true. high. That's, that's not true. That's but all, first of all, you respect continuity. It would be it would be a disturbing if I didn't come here that way. Second, I've been much higher than this friend. <laughs> if, I, if I was too oh, high, yeah. you would know it. All right, you would know if I was too. Can I pull high. one thing before I go. Um, I do run a cute little nonprofit, like I mentioned, the Thurman Perry Foundation. Um, not really asking for anything though. We are running a, a, a fun, our first fundraiser of the year this month. Um, we are Beyonce certified. I just want y'all to know she posted this on the Be Good Foundation Instagram. I'm still running on the high. Really? Yes. So we Beyonce certified now, but. Not asking y'all for anything, but if you need something, I'm all about leading. If you need something, you need a scholarship to go to school. Our scholarship application this annual, uh, our third annual cycle closes um, 27th this month. We're giving forty thousand dollars away. You need your rent paid. We give we paying people's rents and mortgages every month this year. We're going for it. Uh, whatever you need, come to ThurmanPerryFoundation.org. Come find me on Twitter. That's my ad. Whatever you need, we got you. Awesome. And I will, uh, if I can find yeah, those links, I'll, I'll share them below the video as well on on YouTube. Yeah. What they say? What you say, Alan? Yeah, David addressed it. Awesome. Also, okay. notice they gave a hundred dollars for Raheem. I meant that we. I don't know if we needed to talk about dollars, but a hundred dollars. I just they whoever whoever gets that money, oh, that I is... tell Raheem thank you. Thank you so much, Charlie. Pet. All right, a hundred dollars, because Raheem, because <laughs> Raheem put on the show. Thank you. That'll go straight to uh, Streamyard. Listen, not my, in my son pocket. Good. <laughs> All right. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Gabrielle, for coming on. You were fantastic. Yeah, and, thank uh, you so much. Yep. Absolutely. I'll see y'all next time. Yeah. See you. Read my op-ed. Uh, bye, everybody. I guess you all know where to find me. The Surf's TV. That's oh yeah, we well know. Yeah. I'm just sticking around right. for. Uh, I gotta do these super chats, and then I'm gonna okay. get off. Bye. I love you all. YouTube, You're awesome. YouTube.com slash Mapbender, uh, twitch.tv slash Mapbender. I tried to keep a little bit quieter tonight because my mic is acting up. Hopefully, I'll fix it. And it, I'll be... it sounds great it now. Sounds it's okay like, now. Yeah, now oh, for the first time, it sounds the show, awesome. The show ends. And, yeah, the show ends <laughs> yeah. and everything sounds Typical. great. Crystal clear now. Popping and then it would like get clear. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Because everyone in the chat kept saying you sound like a robot. And so I was like, I don't want to ruin everyone's wonderful night. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, all of a sudden come in and it sounds like uh, the uh, instead of Matt Binder, someone mentioned Bender from Futurama is on the show tonight. So. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It just it, it was popping, but it's 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 good now. Oh, well, thanks, Mike, for fixing as we say goodbye. All right, everyone. I will see you all uh, real soon. Bye. Пошли. Все в месте. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. surfs but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs many are saying this well we've got the solution for you it's the surf times in podcast form available on most major podcasting networks now if you enjoy it please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out apparently and it's free just like the podcast to our gods xander corvus and peyton l juice we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor to our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel Kay, Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Cady, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropophojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Nkosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.